What's up, guys? This is Brandon Christensen, the co-writer and director of Stillborn NC, and you're listening to the Horror Squad podcast. Hey, guys, welcome to another episode of the Horror Squad podcast. I'm subbing in for Todd. It's Sam. We are on episode 205. I got Joe here. I got Steve here. How are you guys doing? It's good. And we're reviewing Chucky tonight. I was getting there. (laughs) Okay, sorry. No, you already spoiled it. Just forget it. That's a wrap. All right. See you next week. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, like Joe said, we are reviewing the TV series Chucky which I'm really excited about I think Steve and Joe and Todd are excited about it too so you yeah what's a, what's everyone up to not much how's, it's, every, uh, how's everyone's week it's good uh I got to see my sister we went to a couple of escape rooms together and um yeah it's uh it was cool yeah it was uh, just we had one kind of scary one called Psycho um, so that, that was a fun one and then we did one based off uh, Alice in Wonderland so it was very trippy oh, and it was like making like you were a giant and you were in this tiny room and all the stuff was tiny and stuff like that so are you good at those Steve yeah not bad yeah uh like the, the first one we would have gotten out of but the people who run the room fucked up <laughs> and uh on two different things so we spent like 10 minutes on stuff that we couldn't do because they forgot to like set something up so mm-hmm. yeah we, we were definitely going to beat that one and Alice in Wonderland we sucked we just couldn't do it <laughs> really yeah we, the, do you the think person it's because you weren't so familiar with the clues like no it's just I guess the puzzles were just escaping us you know there's uh yeah. there, there's like this thing where there was a table with a this yellow cloth on it in one room and then eventually you got to another room and it was supposed to be a mimic of you being under the table in that other room you know that same table and it had holes and you had to like find clues through those holes but the holes weren't on the original cloth it was like this whole thing that just didn't make sense to me um so you know it is what it is oh. yeah but how about you how was your uh, big birthday Birthday was fantabulous. We went to a place called Kowloon. I don't know if we talked about it on the podcast or not, but it's like, I don't know. I feel like Joe makes me think it's world famous. Is it world famous? No, it's not world famous. (laughs) It's Massachusetts famous. It's Massachusetts famous. Yes. Okay. Um, it's a Chinese restaurant and it is so good. It's humongous. They have like a bar. They have a huge dining area. They have an upstairs area. They have like this cool boat that you can kind of sit in. It's like a pirate ship or something. Um, so yeah, we went there and it was like really jam packed since the holidays and all of that fun stuff. Um, but it was really good. We had some friends come out and then we went to a bar in Beverly. It's like a a dive bar. It's called the pickled onion. We had never been and they do karaoke every Saturday night. And I've never felt so old in my life. Like I'm now on the other side of like oldness. Like it was super young. And it's so crazy to me because all of the karaoke songs they were singing are like 
songs that we grew up with and that we were like in high school and college and like dropping it like it's hot at the bars like during our hot sexy days and I'm like what is happening and some of them were singing like Spice Girls and I'm like you guys just started college like what the heck but it was fun to watch they're singing the oldies (laughs) that's what they call they are it really (laughs) is yeah for them it is it was yeah it was we were definitely the oldest people in there by like 10 years it was it was wild but now uh, now for an old classic britney spears (laughs) exactly (laughs) you know it's like oh god damn yeah but uh to go back to kowloon for a second i attribute it to like disney world of chinese food restaurants it's like insane but it's the reason it's like famous around here is because um the owner is friends with the rock so like the rock frequents there quite a lot and um he's taken all of like the wwf wrestlers there or wwe now um so every time there's a wrestling event like basically like every single wrestler goes to that restaurant and eats and like a bunch of other celebrities so like all over the walls they have like all of these like autographed pictures and posters and stuff like that from all these celebrities mainly the rock though because they i mean like he i think they have like every single movie the rock's ever been in and it's like autographed posters um with him and stuff so yeah it's, it's pretty cool i mean the place is massive um i you will never see another i, I it's probably it might be like the biggest chinese food restaurant in like the, the country at least so like i wouldn't doubt it if you like googled it um because it's pretty crazy but yeah it's it's a fun place and I, I couldn't, I never, like, how crowded it was on Saturday when we went. It was just insanity, like, how many people were there. But the I big... I felt like I was at, like, a restaurant in Vegas or something. Like, it yeah. was so packed. It was, yeah. But it was fun. Sam got her, they sang happy birthday for Sam, brought her out a little cake, and <laughs> it was great. Yeah, <laughs> I was so excited. That hasn't happened to me since I was, like, a kid, I feel like. So I was really excited about that. Is it a, was it like a buffet or like order at your, like order by numbers or how did it work? Like, um, sit down service. I okay, guess. Just regular, not... like, yeah, just regular. Yeah. Okay. okay. I don't think I've ever been to a Chinese restaurant that wasn't either a buffet or one that's all you can eat, but you like order it through the, through the yeah. waiter. Yeah, so. We'll have to take you guys when you come and yeah. visit. Definitely. Cool. It's Can't good. wait to, yeah. We also have a place uh, where I grew up that was frequented by all the wrestlers all the time um, Oh, fun! because cool. it was next to the hotel that they would stay at so everyone went there but that one was a shithole so i can't <laughs> they, they weren't world famous unfortunately but you'd, if you <laughs> went after a wwe show there's always wrestlers there you know uh, i saw rob van dam there uh, i saw booker t there i saw like oh uh, wow yeah, it was a good time all right uh and i have to ask joe um so uh, if you guys have been following along the discord there's this ongoing um adventure for joe to get a laptop we've been talking about it for a long long time because he has a fucking super old laptop and uh we keep telling him to get one and then he said he got one and he was super excited about it turns out he didn't actually get one <laughs> and then he said he actually got one and now it's mysteriously uh, not coming. So, Joe, can you yes. give us an update on your laptop adventure? Elaborate. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, so the yeah the laptop laptop adventure continues. Um, thank you to the great folks at Best Buy. I bought a laptop, a TV, um, on Cyber Monday, and they were like, 
pick it up next Thursday, which was this past Thursday. Uh, and then I got an email being like, it's not here yet. So uh, we'll, we'll inform you when it will get here. So um, I, I, Sam can confirm that I did actually buy a laptop, uh, <laughs> but uh, also they, del- they delivered our TV and it showed up broken. So then I was on the phone with them um, f- with that fiasco and they were supposed to come on Friday and I stayed up and waited for them. And they were like, Oh, they're like the woman like screwed up on your paperwork. So we're not coming today. And it was just been a nightmare. So, uh, you know, all I can say is order from, uh, Amazon or on or other reputable places, not dying technology places like Best Buy. I mean, it was also holiday shopping and holiday shipping and COVID. It's true, but you know, that this, I don't, this, I mean, it was like a Cyber Monday deal. So you'd think they would have like a million of these laptops like on that, you know, like at their at their uh, disposal. And they wouldn't even ship it. Like I asked them to ship it and they're like, no, pick up only. But they'll deliver my TV, but they won't deliver the laptop for whatever reason. So I'm thinking it's all a scam that they didn't even have these laptops. And basically they're like, oh, well, maybe they'll buy something else along with the laptop, which I did. So they really probably suckered me. Mm. So. Mm-hmm. I like, yeah, that's, that could totally be a scam. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, well, th- then I got in, in the email, it said like, if your order isn't f- f- fulfilled by December 23rd, we're just going to cancel your order. So that's why I think it, it could potentially be just like a whole ruse. So I'll keep you updated. Update also, the they're week. probably like, we need to make so much money in Q4. So let's mm. act like we have all these laptops for sale. And then they, look it looks like they made all this money and then they're gonna be like oh we made numbers by so and so so don't close us down yet exactly but then it's gonna bite them in the ass when they have to do the return Mm -hmm. so yeah i have another one in the wings uh so if this one does get canceled i'm gonna pull the trigger on another one i have on amazon so there'll be something coming within the next few weeks i hope (laughs) We all do, Joe. We all do. <laughs> hey, I've been hey, I've been like turning on my computer a half hour earlier. That's good. Just to just to make sure. Ask Sam yesterday. I was like, oh, I have to restart my computer because we were like trying to watch something on the laptop. And Sam, like, how long did it take? <laughs> a while. It took like forty five minutes for the damn computer to turn. It's embarrassingly slow. Your camera looks better tonight. I don't know why. Does it? It looks a little clearer. Maybe because you have more lights on. I don't know. Maybe. Or maybe because it's been warmed up so it's not as blurry. Possibly. All right. Awesome. Um, So since Todd isn't here, we're going to do the questions after what watched this week, just as a one-week exception, because I think uh, there'd be more benefit to Todd being there for the questions than the what watch segment. So uh, I'll start because I have... A ton of them. Uh, so if you've been following along, I've been doing a 2021 kind of, uh, you know, trying to get to 100 2021 horror films before the year end show so that I can have the biggest basket to choose from for my top 10 and try to get the best top 10 as I can. And since this is pretty much the last week that I can talk about these, I'm going to review one like normally, and then I'm going to super quickly lightning round uh, give you thoughts on a bunch of others that I want to discuss at some point, but it's just, there's too many. So I'm just going to get all of them out at once. Uh, but I'll start by the regular review. 
So this is, like I said, a 2021 film. It is over on VOD. We got it as a screener and it's called Autumn Road. So Autumn Road is a story about uh, these twin boys and one of them is in love with this girl and the boys had their parents own this like haunted uh, attraction, you know, kind of roadside attraction type thing. And uh, they're, it's, I think it's Halloween night and they're doing the haunt and everything's going well. But then uh, something happens to the girl that one of the twins is interested in and they decide to uh, dispose of her body without telling anyone. So everyone thinks she's missing and then they leave it at that. And the story picks up years later and uh, the girl's sister comes back to the town uh, looking for something and it becomes an adventure of she falls like for one of the twins again and they still own the haunt and it becomes kind of a murder mystery uh, unveiling as she starts to realize that there's more than meets the eye with these two twins. Um, movie is pretty decent. I wouldn't say it's great but I was definitely not mad that I watched it. It's a nice uh, kind of fall you know Halloween type movie. Uh, I love haunt movies. I love it when they feature uh, roadside attraction haunts like that. So that was really cool. It's a little bit slow at times. And there are some things I was like, okay, that's weird. But there are some genuine surprises. There, There's like one or two moments in the film that completely took me by surprise. I'm just like, oh, okay, they they went there. So uh, that was cool. And I always like to be surprised when I'm watching a film. So this is something I would keep an eye out. Uh, I don't know if I'd go chasing for it. But if ever you see it uh, somewhere, uh, you know, either cheap on VOD or on a streaming service, this is one that I would say at least give it a watch. And that's Autumn Road. Nice. Um, so I had read, Steve, um, from someone that I follow that they felt the movie was mismarketed and they said it was more of a drama than a horror movie. Would you agree with that assessment or? Uh, yeah, there's definitely more drama elements to it because mm -hmm. it becomes about a girl missing her sister and then more of a murder mystery, like unveiling kind of like searching, you know, you know, not, yeah. not, not, not style, but in the sense that you're kind of unraveling this mystery throughout the film. Um, but there are a few horror elements to it that I think, warrant giving it that horror title um but it's definitely not like a crazy horror film you know it's really more so of just a drama with some horror elements into it plus it, it, like it takes place mostly around a haunt so at least right. there's that as well so there's elements from that so, yeah mm -hmm. I'd, I'd say it's a it's fair to put it in the horror genre but not super horror you know mm -hmm. i gotta say i love the artwork for this movie too the poster it's really cool uh poster yeah, it's, it's super well shot too like really mm -hmm. well done it's not you know it's an indie film but it doesn't have that indie like feel it just it's it's decent cool all righty so sam and i um watched uh based on steve's recommendation uh classic horror story which uh is available streaming over on netflix uh this one is a foreign horror film but they speak like english half the time so it's kind of like weird like it's a, like a mixture of like a english slash foreign uh horror film but it, i think it takes place over i want to say in like italy is it maybe i don't know i speak they speak italian a lot so i'm assuming it's an italian based horror flick um but yeah so basically it's about a uh a group of people who uh, take a ride share service together in an rv apparently they do that over in other countries i don't know that's pretty cool i wish i knew like i would totally do that too if uh 
I took like road trips because I think that would be a, a kind of a cool way to do it. But yeah, so I think there's like there's like five or six of them. So we have um, basically our main character who uh, we know her best from the show from Revenge, uh, the lead actress from Revenge, a great um, uh, horror movie if you've never seen that. Um, but we have her and then we have um, a uh, young couple. We have a guy running solo who's a doctor and then we have another dude who's uh like the main uh who's kind of driving this whole ride share and i think that's all of the characters i don't think i'm missing any of them but yeah so uh they all go on this trip and uh while they're on their trip they end up getting in a car accident and when they wake up um basically they are not on a road anymore they are in the middle of like the woods and they don't know how they got there and yeah, like craziness ensues from there. Um, it gets like very uh, culty, but then we get some other twists and turns along the way. And I won't really spoil it or anything because I'm sure a lot of people probably haven't seen this one yet because I haven't seen a lot of buzz really around this one. Um, so yeah, um, God, like I was absolutely loving uh, this movie for the first um, half of it. I mean, it had everything I loved in it. Um, you know, it was set in the woods. We have cults. We have goats at one point. Um, yeah, it was just like really, really cool. Um, and then the, the twist happens. Um, and I I was not along for the ride on the after that. I did not like the twist. And then the ending tries to convey like this message that was never there the entire movie. And it just kind of felt like weird and out of place. Um, and I didn't dig it. So overall, like, I think it's like still worth a watch. Like it's a decent one time watch, but not something I'd really watch again. And like leaving it, I felt more disappointed um, because I thought if they just stuck with, like how it started the whole way through. Yes, maybe a little more cliche. I I do respect that they tried to do something different. Um, and some people might like that, but it, it just wasn't for me. Okay, so I get what Joe is saying, but I actually liked it. I thought it was like a different take. It did kind of take me out of it when they're like, oh, the whole mob thing. I just... I should have just been like, there's a guy who is doing these videos just to get money, not like have anything do, to do with the mob. Um, and it would have been creepy that way. And then it also would have been creepy of just it appearing like it was the cult that you see in like the middle of it. Um, but I thought it was good. I thought I had some good kills if I remember correctly. Um, I don't know. It was kind of like how it was filmed maybe it was just the van thing it was kind of it made me think of like texas chainsaw just a little bit but not a lot so i don't know i liked it you watched it right steve mm -hmm. yeah i did did you like it i it's like joe i i liked it a lot until mm -hmm. the twist yeah but i still kind of went along for the ride but then the end just totally killed me like that was yeah. that took off at like a full point for me uh, mm -hmm. and so yeah it, it was like i'm happy i watched it uh it's just i wish like joe had said i wish they went the route of the first half rather than mm -hmm. the twist that they ended up going with yeah mm -hmm. i I do there are some um, really great kills in gore though in this mm -hmm. movie though so if you know if you're a gore hound it's worth it for a couple of the the kills alone 
for sure. And the lead actress is great. Like I love yeah, that. Yeah, I love. She's her. she's. I I'll watch. I'll, I'll watch anything with her. Sorry, go ahead. No, it's fine. Um, I was gonna say I'm wondering if that's why I'm leaning into liking it a little more. If I if it was someone else, I don't think I would have enjoyed it. But I do like watching her. So. So glad, glad you guys watched it. I mean, I, I, have, I had a feeling that the end or at least a twist might ruin it, but I thought it was at least worth a watch for this year. And- yeah, it's it's too bad. Like, man, it was like, it easily would have been, the, the first half of the, of the movie would be in my top 10, like easily. Like I absolutely love the, the first half of this movie, but yeah, it's just, it's just, it was disappointing that it went the way it did for me anyway. And it seems based on all the letterbox reviews, most people I think tend to agree that they didn't like the way it went, so. Yep, shame. Uh, all right, so for this part, I'm going to go through a list of uh, 2021 films. So they're all 2021 films that I watched in the last couple of weeks. Uh, so I'm just going to really kind of bullet style, give you a quick shot of what I thought of it. If you want a more detailed like review, like you want to know my deeper thoughts into it, you can just send me a, shoot me a message on any social media or in the Discord, and I'll gladly tell you more about what I felt about it. Um, all right, so the first one is Come Play. I watched it on Crave. This one's about a boy who uh, has an imaginary friend, uh, very similar to uh, Z. Uh, in this one, the creature is really cool. I like the, the story of the parents trying to figure out things with the boy, but I actually think we see the creature too much in this one. Uh, Z held back on showing us the creature, which gave it an air of mystery, whereas this one showed it too much, and by the end of it, I'm like, okay, I think I'm kind of over the monster and it kind of ruined the film a little bit, but definitely worth a watch. Sam and I watched that one too, not too long ago. I think Sam liked it more than I did. Do you remember that one, Sam? Come play. Which one was it? Come play with the uh, the kid who had the like imaginary friend. And then I remember the main scene I remember is like, they're in a, uh, like a toll booth, a not booth. a toll booth, a parking a booth. A parking booth. Yeah. 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 That part was really yeah. cool. Yeah. I liked it. Yeah, it was all right. Mm-hmm. Uh, next one, Bingo Hell. I watched this one on Amazon Prime. Uh, this one is a small town. They're running a bingo hall, and all of a sudden, this uh, super rich in, like guy comes over and buys the bingo hall from them and creates this like super mega bingo facility with all state of the art shit. He's kind of like the devil in disguise, you know. Uh, and the people who win at the bingo suddenly either go disappearing or shit happens and the people who originally owned the bingo hall are trying to take their little town back from this new guy who's uh, coming into the town uh this one i thought had a lot of potential i really liked kind of the first half as they're setting up the story of them losing their bingo hall then trying to get it back but it gets real weird in the last act and maybe too weird for my taste Uh, i don't like the way that they kind of decide to take the direction of the film in and unfortunately i think that kind of kills the movie overall uh maybe worth a one-time watch but nothing i'd go out of my way to hunt out uh next one is uh, don't let her in this one was on tubi uh this is a story of a girl who's looking for a roommate with her boyfriend and they find this weird girl who's doing these kind of magic things in uh, in the house with them and she starts seducing both of them, like both the guy and the girl, and starts playing them against each other. And you find out that she is something, uh, you know, that's not quite human. And that's uh, when the story kind of picks up a little bit. This is a very low budget film. Uh, but as far as low budget Tubi films go, this one is actually pretty interesting. And I'd say is kind of worth a watch. You know, it's it's definitely 
a, a low budget thing, so you can't expect something too too crazy, but it is still something that uh, is pretty good. Next one is The Selling. This one is on Amazon Prime. Uh, this one is actually filmed in like 2012 or 2013, but release, uh, released in 2021 because they had a hard time finding a distributor. Uh, and this one, it's two kind of bozos trying to sell a haunted house uh, that they kind of got swindled into uh, doing from another real estate agent. And they're trying to sell this house as the house doesn't want it to get sold. So the house fights back by doing all these like crazy haunting shit. And it's a really ridiculous kind of over the top comedy. Some of the jokes work and are pretty funny. Some of them are a little too slapsticks for my taste. So if you like slapstick horror comedy, then maybe this is for you. But if you like more of a more uh, kind of dark humor comedy, which is what I'm more into, uh, maybe this is a pass. So that's the selling. Then we got Teddy over on Shudder. This is a French film. It's about a like male masseuse who uh, gets bit by a wolf that's running around the town. And then he starts uh, having some of the symptoms of becoming a werewolf slowly throughout the film. And he starts like attacking people without wanting to. And uh, it's kind of a fun little film. They have a lot of masseuse jokes. You know, I'm sure you can imagine what kind of things happen <laughs> as he's a masseuse and everything. So they do some, some cool stuff in that realm. Uh, the werewolf stuff is kind of uh, very low key. So don't expect like these big special effects or makeup. Uh, he only shows slight uh, signs of being a werewolf throughout the film, but still, I think it's an enjoyable film. Not great, but worth a watch. Then we got Demonic. Uh, this is on Netflix. It's the new film from, uh, uh, what's the guy? The guy who did District 9, uh, Neil Blomkamp. Um, so in this one, uh, a, a mom, like a girl's mom is uh, in the hospital and there's this company that wants to hire her daughter to go into her mind, kind of like The Cell, if you guys ever seen that one, except in this one, it's kind of like a digital world and it's all filmed like in a computer generated world when she goes into this girl's mind. And as she goes in there, she starts seeing demons and she tries to get her mother out of that situation. And then there's this whole like Vatican army, like military that starts messing into it because she might be possessed in some way and it's a pretty complicated story uh i think neil blomkamp had so much potential when we first saw him with district nine but lately it's just been going downhill in my opinion and this one is no exception uh i didn't part particularly like this one but uh, if you want to that's over on netflix i got three more i'll do it really quick untitled horror movie over on amazon prime this is a host style a movie where it's a bunch of people on kind of Zoom or Skype or whatever, and they are they're actors and they want to create a low budget horror film while they're waiting for a contract on a TV show, and they pr procure this like pendant or medallion that makes them haunted for real, and of course they start like falling one by one. Uh, this one, not that great, honestly. <laughs> uh, it's funny, Marla, a creature feature, recommended it to me, so I thought I kept waiting for it to get good. But it turns out she was recommending it to me kind of as a, you know, Steve likes terrible movies <laughs> type thing. So I uh, got, got 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 on that one. But uh, so I appreciate the recommendation. It's boosting up my 2021 numbers. So that's Untitled Horror Movie. I would say pass on that one. Then we got Baphomet from Tubi. This is about a uh, cult 
that want to buy this old man's house and property for some religious reason. He doesn't want to. It's his family farm or family house or whatever. And they decide to put on spells on his family that causes all sorts of mayhem. So they hire like a kind of good cult to kind of fight him. And it becomes this kind of battle between the good cult and the bad cult. Uh, This, for a really low-budget film, was surprisingly decent. I enjoyed this one. I really didn't expect to. The only reason I picked it is because I saw that it was like an hour and eight minutes. And I didn't have a lot of time, so I'm like, fuck it, I'll just watch whatever this is. And I was pleasantly surprised. Uh, I mean, it's not great by any means, but it was a fun one-time watch. And finally, uh, Sweet River, also on Tubi. Uh, This one is about, it's an Australian film. It's about a woman who goes to a town to retrieve her son's body that passed away in a river near there. And as she's looking for it, the townspeople are acting a little weird. It turns out that uh, the ghosts of people who died in that river keep coming back every night. And the people in that town go to visit those ghosts at the edge of like a... that's kind of like a cornfield or, or whatever. And she realizes that her son isn't in there, but to be able to get out of limbo, she has to burn down the cornfield. But the townsfolks, that's their only means of communicating with their dead kids or their dead relatives. So they don't want that. So it becomes kind of a battle of her wanting to burn this thing down and the townspeople not wanting to. It's a surprisingly a pretty sad movie. You know, it deals with uh, loss a lot and it deals with depression and, uh, you know, it's kind of small town people versus uh, an outsider. I was pleasantly surprised, and I would say this is one worth watching. So that's Sweet River over on Tubi. Your masseuse movie reminded me of a story. Um, that so we went out with my I parents. I was going to say that <laughs> we uh, my we went out with my parents the other day, and they told me a story about my brother. He's like twenty three. Um, he just went for a massage, and he thought he was just going for a normal massage. And I'm sure you can already imagine where this story's going, but uh, and oh, and he's and he's gay, by the way, so that makes this even better, even better of a story. Um, he's never so, had a massage before. Yeah, never, never gone for a massage before. He's like, ah, oh. so he's like, guys, let me go get a nice massage. So he goes to this massage parlor, and he starts getting a massage from the woman, and all of a sudden she whispered something in his ear, but he didn't hear what exactly what she said. So he's like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, just kind of like, you know, whatever. So all of a sudden, she took his pants down and <laughs> she started massaging his ass cheeks and like the inside of his ass. <laughs> and he said he felt awful because he hadn't even showered. So his ass was like, and he, like he just worked out. So his ass was like all sweaty and gross. But uh, yeah, uh, so she started massaging and then she went, uh, she flipped him over and he wasn't wearing un- like any underwear or anything. So he said he felt so fucking awkward. And when he like flipped, he like, he jumped up and grabbed a towel and like covered himself. And uh, yeah, she did. She didn't go any further after that. Cause she knew, I guess that he felt awkward, but <laughs> I can't even imagine that being your first time going for massage and that happens to you. I mean, if you're a straight male, maybe it could be a little exciting, but <laughs> for the, for the Boston listeners, can we get that exact address and uh <laughs> Yelp reviews for that site, just for you know research purposes. Yeah, yeah, I believe the, I believe it's called Happy Feet for Happy some feet people is. who might want to. <laughs> so, did she charge him for the ass rub? Or I, I, I don't know. I did not. Yeah, I'll have is to that ask extra twenty. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, that's uh, so. Piece of advice for everyone: if you walk into a massage parlor, it has a desk and kind of looks like a barber shop, like a nice <laughs> boutique. You're probably safe. 
if it's in someone's basement <laughs> and uh, there's a sign like stuck to the window, like written by in uh, marker, good chance that you're going to get turned over and uh, you know, diddled <laughs> with. <Jerked> so, yeah. <laughs> hey, did she? Did he go to the same spot that Robert Kraft went to? Maybe, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Hi. Welcome, hey, Todd. Todd. How Hi. was your recital? Hello. Recital was fun. Um, band is not my thing, but you know, I got to support the the child. So there, there I am. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Was it a Christmas recital? It was. It was a winter yes. winter recital. Yeah. Was there a Home Alone two moment where all the kids <laughs> fall and cause mischief? <laughs> no. That'd be awesome though. <laughs> Did you watch Christmas anything this week, Todd? No Christmas tree. <laughs> I did. I watched a little uh, gem over on Tubi called Auntie Lee's Meat Pies. And I Ooh. highly recommend this movie. It is fucking insane. It's got Karen Black. Um, she basically is like this, I don't know. They call her Auntie. She's it's just a bunch of girls, right? So she's the auntie of it, and there's like four extremely hot women, skimply like, you know, breasts out, butts out, things like that. And they lure men and kill them and make them into pies. And it's insane. Like from 92, directed by a porn director. I don't know a lot of his work, but I know a lot of these actresses were porn stars at one point. And I highly recommend it. So Tubi, watch it. The less you know, the better, because it's fucking insane. So Auntie Lee's Meat Pies. I'm definitely going to watch that. Definitely. Um, so yeah, we, we, did we have anything else we watched? Well, we started on the deep house, but we both fell asleep. But that wasn't because it was bad or anything, but it was because we were just so tired from Sam's birthday festivities. But it seemed really interesting so far. So definitely continue to watch that and report on it next week. And I didn't know, I thought it was a foreign film, but it's English. So there you have it. <laughs> was it on uh, streaming or VOD? Yes, I believe it is streaming. Yeah, I don't think it's free anywhere right now. Okay. I'll I'll get back to you on that though. Cool. Anyone got anything else before we get into questions? Nope. All right. So you can ask us those questions on social media at the Horror Squad Podcast or on our Discord. Uh, you know our Discord is amazing. I, I gotta say it, uh, and you should absolutely join if you are not part of it. In fact, uh, we had uh, a couple people in our Discord, uh, like that are part of our Discord, have a really rough week. Uh, I mean, Todd can attest to this that there were really massive tornadoes in certain parts of the states including kentucky but uh, todd you know you, you could speak on it but i know you uh kind of your area i guess didn't get hit yeah no it was it was yeah nothing towards us we were on alert but whatever but yeah south or i think west kentucky like fucking bomb went off in that town it's crazy and like factories were destroyed and chicago got hit and it was just tennessee got hit yeah fucking insane yeah, it was crazy. Man, the, the craziest thing I heard was that it was it, it it was touched down for over 200 miles. I've never heard of that before. That's, That's fucking like... insane. It, it, to put that into perspective, the state of Massachusetts is only 190 miles Jeez. like long. So basically, we went through the our entire state. Like that's fucking insane. Like when I heard that. So yeah, thoughts and prayers to everyone that was affected yeah, in, for sure. in Kentucky and in the other parts of the country. So, so on that night, uh, our Discord were supporting each other and checking in on the people who were in that area, and it was really nice to see. In fact, uh, our first audio question this week, Chuck, uh, he has a question. But he also has a little message for you guys uh, from the Discord who were there on that night. So, uh, Chuck, take it away. 
What's up, Horror Squad? It is Chuck, aka Captain Amazing 85, with a few questions. But before I do, a quick shout out to everyone in the Discord. Thank y'all so much for checking on me. Uh, my family, we are okay. We had some minor damage, but we made it through and we're good. Again, thank y'all. On to some questions. Do you think the adage that gingers don't have souls started because of Chucky's constant need to play hide the soul? <laughs> I don't know where that came from. That's a good that, question, actually. Yeah, that is... Where did that start? I don't know. I And by the way, I have no problems with any gingers. So, you know, shout out to all the redhead listeners. We love you. I definitely remember that from when I was a kid, though. Like, people talking about South gingers. Park did something. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, in the 80s. Uh, yeah, people oh, yeah, were... When were kids. Right, when I, when I was a kid. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I never really understood it because, I mean, most of the ginger people I knew were awesome. So... I don't know where it came from, but I always thought it was such an unfair, like, you know, thing to say. So you know, it sucks that you guys went through that, but I don't think it would be Child's Play that started that. Might, might have, like, no. put it out <laughs> there more, like, didn't help the cause, but. Here's a quick answer. Uh, discrimination against red-haired and freckled people traces at least back to the Middle Ages in Europe and probably much further. Mm -hmm. um, just people that are ignorant and racist, they, I guess, <laughs> go after stuff. Yeah strange people always find a fucking thing to yeah. be discriminatory about it's really awful you know mm -hmm. it's uh maybe people I, just didn't like carrot top you know yeah well i mean i don't blame them but... have you seen carrot top <laughs> <laughs> he's jack yeah it looks looks like every time oh i see him, it looks like he just blew like a, a huge line or something <laughs> <laughs> is he still big like uh oh yeah muscular he's, he's massive wow really he's like oh, jacked yeah. oh really? my god like like fake jacked and that you yeah, know google him it's crazy <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a, it's it's worth a look. Let me, let me put it that way. Interesting. I think he still has like a residency out in Vegas or something like that. Who'd you say is the most famous gingerhead celebrity? I mean, I know in horror it would be Chucky, but outside right. of horror, I don't. Know. I think Carrot Top's up there. <laughs> that that can't be the best uh, representation that they got. Right? <laughs> um, I know there's actresses. Amy Adams is, isn't she? Yeah, Ed Sheeran, he's a popular. Yeah, that's right. Oh, Ed yeah, Sheeran is probably is. the biggest one that I can. I, he's got a voice I, of an angel. I like Ed Sheeran. Sam does not I like Ed. I Sheeran. like him too. He's got a really nice voice. I agree. And is he's a like... mega geek, and I love that. Adele, didn't she used to be redhead, or had she always been blonde? I can't remember. I think she was a redhead. Yeah, I think Adele was a redhead. Okay, I looked up most famous redheads. So we got Emma Stone. She oh, is nice. a beloved redhead. Hottie, hottie. Oh, here's a good Julianne Moore. Hottie. Great. Hottie. Uh, Isla Fisher. Hottie. <laughs> They're all hotties. Christina yeah. Hendricks. Hottie. Jessica Chastain. Oh, she got that jawline, dude. <laughs> still, I, still a hottie. Bryce hottie Dallas from, Howard. No, yeah, I like the jawline. Yeah. Bryce Dallas Howard. Hottie. Lindsay Lohan. Used to be a hottie. Sophie Aww. Turner. Game of Thrones. Oh, here's a good one. Jillian Anderson. Ooh, yeah. Scully. Mm -hmm. Oh, Prince Harry. Sam, Prince Harry hot or not? Um, it depends. He gets he's getting better with age. So not not Prince Harry Afghanistan, Prince Harry, Prince Harry now, Prince Harry. Mm -hmm. Okay. Molly Ringwald. Nah, never had never. What? She's but she, a, she was a sweet, yeah. She's like an eighties, eighties legend, though. Um, and then finally, oh, Allison Hannigan. 
from America Pie fame. And finally, Rupert Grint. Oh, yeah, of course. The Weasleys. Yes. They're all uh, <laughs> the most famous gingers in the wizarding world. Mm-hmm. So you're, you're in good company there, uh, Chuck. So some awesome people. There are. Oh, and of course, Lucy from I Love Lucy. Was she? I, yeah, Lucia Ball. I watched yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess, yeah. It's tough to say with women, especially actresses, because they're asked to change their hair color for different movies. So it's tough right. to know what their actual hair color is, you know? Um, so that's yeah, uh, interesting. Yeah. See? Totally. They, they all have souls. They're all awesome. So you're in good company. There. Yes. And Jessica Rabbit for a fictional oh, character. Oh, One of the best. Great redhead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Chuck, what's your next question? I was teased my entire life by being called Chucky. What are the nicknames you were given and absolutely hate? You know my nicknames. Why do you want to make me cry? <laughs> if, you say, if you say it, I'm going to lose it again, Sam. <laughs> Toucan Sam. Oh, that's so mean. Buck Beaver, uh, Pinocchio, like literally everything. Buck Beaver? Yeah, they used to like this. Because you got kid, buck teeth or something? You don't, it, buck you don't even teeth. have buck teeth. <laughs> they were like jacked. I thought they were cute, but whatever. Is, is Buck Beaver a cartoon character or something? Or is that just a. No, just this kid. His name was Alec. Fuck would, Alec, dude. He would always like make fun of me so hard. Like he would, th- we would walk home from the bus stop and he would find pieces of wood and like throw them at my feet <laughs> oh, and be no. like, be like, not nah, on this. And I'm like, you are so mean. When he has up with Alec now, though, do you know? He probably just liked you. Himself? I think he did like me. Mm-hmm. What's Alec I, I wish I remember his last name. Let's make fun of him. Baldwin? No. no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's it. Uh, speaking of which, me and Sam just watched like the special of him where he did like his first interview mm-hmm. after uh, his shooting thing. That was wild. Wild shit. Yeah. A lot of people aren't like think he still should be like at fault i don't know that's a whole topic really we'll see what happens yeah uh, do you toddy. think you should check the gun though uh it depends on whatever their safety protocols were really you know yeah. usually like you would have them clear it for you like to verify like in a courtroom like verify this weapon and then they can start fucking around with it so who knows we weren't there obviously we weren't no yeah, but still like <laughs> check your gun <laughs> yeah I was called t- Toddy. toddy? I, I'm still called Toddy, by the way. Yeah. Toddy. Hot Toddy. Hot Toddy. Hot Toddy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Toddy. The girl, the girlies in school probably called you Hottie Toddy. No, never happened. Sam, I was chubby in <laughs> school. How cute. So was I. Yeah. I I found out in like seventh grade, like elementary school. I was a little porker. Mm. But yeah. How cute. I thinned out after high school. But I was never really made fun of for being fat off that often, like in high school or anything. So I wasn't really bullied. I was, I guess I was lucky in that yeah. aspect. Bullies. You probably did the bullying. No. If you were bullied, you did the bullying. That's not true. I got along with everybody. I got along with nerds. I got mm. along with popular kids. Yeah, but you're calling them nerds, Joe. I did too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, geeks coming out. <laughs> were you Pokemon in? <laughs> no, they were ma- no magic. Magic was the big Magic's one. Magic's the shit, dude. Yeah, I, I never still play played magic. it. But... <laughs> um, one thing I hate in this this world is bullying. I I can't stand it. So if you got problems with bullies, tell somebody because it's not cool to live with it. Like for any kids listening, I'm sure there are. Right. Bullying is not good. And then mm-hmm. don't let people be bullied either. That's right. 
You, you get one, Joe? Is there a name that uh, you don't particularly like? Or... Big Dick no, Joe. They I call always... him all the time, dude. I didn't get made fun of much, but sometimes I get made fun of the way I walk. And Sam even says I walk weird, so. Like a duck? Um, I get, I don't, well, someone, I've, I've been called springs before. They're like, it looks like you have springs in your shoes when you walk. I'm like, like well, he I guess... walks on the balls of his feet. Yeah. I mean, I guess. You you know, could... He never puts his heels on the like, ground. Like, like a pimp? They're... No, like the balls of his feet. Like he's literally on his toes 24 seven. Like his heels stick up a few inches from the Maybe ground. Maybe you got like, like a, a leg problem. Like your uh, tendon fused properly. That happened to my knees. It's possible. Oh. I don't know. Interesting. Yeah. So stop Can't bullying walk. me, Sam. I'm not bullying. I'm just <laughs> like, bully me. you're doing way too much work. Like yeah. you're doing too much, but that's I, but that the thing is though, like I don't even like it just feels normal to me. You have like great I don't calf <laughs> his calves uh-huh. are actually huge. my calves are huge. They're pretty, yeah. they're pretty jacked. Like they a UPS driver jacked. They're huge. Bigger. Like, I do I do have big calves. And then it's his the less <laughs> the le- the le- the the rest of the leg is just a little scrawny. We'll, we'll have a calf off. I'll send you a picture of my yeah. calves. My calves are beefy. <laughs> I have like SpongeBob. You ever seen that SpongeBob show where he like shows off his calves and they're all like jacked up? <laughs> <laughs> I'll send a GIF in the chat. <laughs> yeah, for me, uh, I talked about the whole English thing, for English French thing last time, so I won't rehash that. But uh, for some reason, I really hate Stevie. You know, like there there are a lot of um, different ways, I guess, to say Stephen, like Steve, Steve, St- Stefan. I've heard them all, like at this point. But Stevie, I don't know why why it is. I just never liked it. So that would be one for me. All right, uh, all right, Chuck. What's your third question? What toy was your friend till the end growing up? Ooh, I still have mine. It's over my shelf. Do you? It was a McDonald's Spider Man figure, which cool. is awesome. And I ended up buying like a complete in bag version to have like just cause, and then my original one's on the shelf still. So little uh, three and a half inch Spider Man. Nice. I had a Grover, um, like stuffed animal doll that was like my buddy, and my I think my mom still has it somewhere. But he was wearing like his like helmet, you know, when he flies, and he's got like that silver helmet for any of you Sesame Street watchers. You know what I'm talking about. Oh. Uh- I'm trying to think. I feel like it was probably some kind of bear, or like a Cabbage Patch Kid, or my Barbies. Yeah, I, I loved a lot of my toys, but my ride or die when I was a young kid was this uh, kind of doll of Mr. T from the A Team. Uh, I absolutely fucking love that thing. I, I had like an obsession with Mr. T when I was three and four. Just absolutely obsessed with Mr. T. Probably because I loved his cereal so much. Like that was my absolute favorite cereal of all time. So because I doubt I was watching the A-Team when I was three. But um, yeah, I just love that Mr. T doll. What's Mr. T doing these days? Uh, he's doing those like fucking 1-800. Oh, like, like you gotta <laughs> buy insurance, fool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Every time I go to the U.S., I see like, you know, Mr. T or that guy who says, dynamite. <laughs> like uh, doing like one of those fucking commercials and uh, yeah. I used to be a macho really man good. selling beef jerky. Rest in oh, peace. Yeah. Oh, Slim Jim. Yeah, Slim Jim. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> do, do you have a box of the Mr. T cereal, Steve? No, I don't. That's oh, you got to get one. Yeah, I should totally get. Uh, I know they were popularized by Pee-wee, uh, Pee-wee's Playhouse. Pee-wee Herman, yeah. Yeah, because that was his favorite cereal, too, in the, in the show. Uh, but yeah, I missed those, that cereal, man. It was so fucking good. Uh, for those, I guess a lot of you probably never had it because it was an 80s no. thing. 
uh, is basically Captain Crunch, but in a T in a T shape. It's really all it was, but fuck it, it was the best ever. That's something they got to bring back. They're bringing back all these fucking like high C and uh, you know Crystal Pepsi and all that shit. It's time to bring back the Mr. T cereal, I think. I think it could work. Yeah, for sure. At least a low minute run, so I could get a a box without paying two hundred dollars on eBay. You know. Uh, All right, and Chuck's last question. Toucan Sam, what's the food pairing for this delightfully bloody series? Damn, he's bullying. I don't even know if he did that on purpose. So. I'm going to bring Bully Buster out of retirement just for you, buddy. I'm not even answering that. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll Chuck. take it. These kids are obviously acting like they're 35 years old, so they're probably <laughs> sipping iced coffees with a little egg McMuffin that they made homemade gluten-free, of course. Ooh. Um, yeah, a little pompous little assholes running around eating fucking <laughs> <laughs> gluten-free, sugar-free goat milk flavored Goat things. milk. Oh. Goat milk, yep. <laughs> All right. All right. Awesome. Uh, <laughs> Don't mind me. I gotta go cry now. <laughs> you uh, rock it, girl. You know what? Fuck Alec for the record. Again. I hope he's a listener. <laughs> Alec Alex Smith. Maybe he's dead. Oh. Well, it's getting dark in here. <laughs> What are you guys talking? I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> no, Sam's bully. The guy who threw okay. the wood at yeah. me. I, I didn't know his name. His last name was Smith. I made that no, up. I mean, okay, I'm like, <laughs> obviously, it's made like a up Smith. Because you also talked about Alec Baldwin, so I was like confused for a second. Uh, all right. Uh, our first question, uh, outside of the auto questions, so let's thank you, thank you, Chuck, for that. Is uh, it's a check technically a Chucky question, but it doesn't really spoil much, so I'm gonna ask it now anyway. Uh, it's from Daryl. I have a th- theory that the teacher, Miss Fairchild, is Glenda. What do y'all think of this? That's an interesting theory. I don't know where you would get that from, though. Like, I just don't, I don't feel like it was, like, hinted at or teased. But then I went on um, IMDb Trivia, and that was, like, apparently a really popular fan theory that's out there. I just don't, I don't know. I didn't get it. What was the theory? That the teacher was Glenda. Oh, I don't, she's a redhead? I don't remember the series enough after Bride. So I mean, she does sense. look a lot like, um, well, that wouldn't make sense. Blind Glenda? I mean, it, make, it makes sense much in like... the, this world, but yeah. In this world? They're like the doll of people possessing dolls and then possessing people. And, yeah, but is it is it just because she's a redhead though? Is that like the only reason that's like a theory? Yeah. I don't another sometimes famous redhead. She looked like, sometimes she looked like um Nika though. All the t- I, I was so confused a couple uh, at the beginning. I, like I'm they like, look too that, similar. Is that uh, yeah? How many roles is she playing in this fucking thing? I know <laughs> yeah. that's exactly what I thought. Right. But I don't know about Glenda. Like personally. I haven't read the theory, so I'd have to go into it, but I don't see how she would be Glenda. But who knows? This series is so batshit crazy. I like maybe. it. I mean, I like it. I like the theory for like this world. It would be, I guess, cool to like reintroduce like that character some way, somehow. So might as well. So maybe. Yeah, this will tie into one of my issues with the series later on, but uh, I'm glad they didn't go that way. Let me put it that way. Yeah um all right so next uh series of questions is from Weezerface. if this show was a movie where would it rank for you on a 2021 list and on the child's playlist i mean it wouldn't make my top 10 um yeah no of the year no me either what about, and, what about uh, the chucky series i'll wait I, I think we should wait and rank our like them at the end after we review yeah i'm in the same way i it wouldn't be in my top 10 of the year so 
I'll leave it at that for now, but I'll definitely, well, we'll definitely talk about it once we give a ranking near the end. Mm-hmm. What about you, Sam? Would it be a top 10 if it were a movie? The show? Possibly. I would have to like look back, but I really liked it. So I think it, it possibly would be. It's it's hard to say because it's very hard to dif- to go show versus TV, uh, show versus like movie because it's such a different beast. You know, shows go into a lot more develop character development and can be slower at times because they're doing things, you know, taking their time. But movies, they have to do things quick and has to be done within two hours. So I don't know. It's it's a tough comparison, but hopefully that answers your question anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, she also wants to know our favorite kill in the series, but I guess we could talk about that at the end of the show also when we're recapping because mm-hmm. uh, there are some pretty memorable kills so we'll definitely discuss those as well mm-hmm. um all right next one is from our buddy mondo what horror franchise would you want to see as an animated series oh hmm that's tough because like uh i mean is it like do we want something like funny and sort of kid friendly or like dark or it doesn't matter i guess it doesn't matter. I mean, animated doesn't matter. for anyone, right? I suppose. Um, all right. Then I will say, I don't know, The Blair Witch Project. <laughs> the Exorcist. Ooh, that would be interesting. I, I'd, go something, I'd go something more, I guess, being cartoony. I'd go with Freddy, just because his dreams could be so different from episode to episode. I sure, think, uh, yeah. Nightmare on Elm Street would probably be the best adaptable you know, horror film into a animated series that would be cool um kind of off topic here but like i guess in the same vein um are you guys excited for the texas chainsaw game or do you think it's going to be like almost like a replica of friday the 13th the video game since it's like by the same people and everything i'm not just because the main selling point is multiplayer and yeah friday the 13th was cool but um it's the multiplayer factor. You got people that are assholes or exploit stuff or like, you know, for example, if you're a camp counselor, you can just fucking hide nonstop and not trying to do any of the objectives and just ruin it for everybody. So I'll, I mean, I'll probably try it out, especially if it's free on game pass. But other than that, I'm not going to go out, and, you know, take a day off work or anything to watch play, especially same thing with evil dead too. It's, you know, all multiplayer based. I'd rather have, you know, a short little fun story like Blair Witch, even though it wasn't like fantastic, at least it was still like entertaining. Yeah, I agree. I, I, yeah, it's gonna be the same thing as Friday Thirteenth, essentially. So yeah, yeah, it's too bad. I hope they add some kind of single player element. They did to Friday Thirteenth, but it wasn't strong enough to really warrant like replaying. So hopefully they do that, but I don't think so. I think they'll just be a lot of games tend to go to multiplayer now, you know, uh, because that's where the recurring money is. Like you might not sell a lot of upfront copies, but if it goes on a streaming service at some point, they get the money off the uh, the fucking like clothing and the you know extra weapons or extra levels or whatever the shit may be so that's really the model that a lot of these smaller developers tend to go to so yeah my issue with it is is like the pandering um to horror fans in like a way because like just focus on making a good game because it's like oh we're gonna have kane hodder play leatherface like okay like who gives a fuck just make it be make make it be a good fucking game like who cares that kane like it was cool that kane hodder was playing jason of course like because he's Jason, but like them trying to sell that Kane Hodder's playing Leatherface, it's like, who gives a fuck? It doesn't even matter that he's Jason. He doesn't talk and it's right. animated. But it's, they motion I mean, capture, but yeah, I mean, that's kind of cool because it's like the actors, pl- the actual actor who played Jason is playing Jason, like in the video game motion capture wise. But like, 
okay, maybe if you got like, and if Gunner was still alive and you got like Gunner to come back and do it or something, maybe that would have been like a cool selling point, but it's like, okay. But, yeah, I did um, like Tarman Jarvis uh, doing his voice and likeness yeah. for the for the game. That was cool. Mm-hmm. But that's different because that's like his character. Right. Yeah, um, yeah we'll see. It'll it, be interesting to see how it goes, I guess. But yeah, I, I think it's just going to be like a complete rehash of like the Friday 13th game. So. Yep. Um, all right. Next series of questions from the Frightmare Collective podcast, which uh, is another fellow podcaster of that name. And he's actually running a cool contest over on uh, Twitter and Instagram. So if you guys would like to join, just check him out, Frightmare Collective podcast, uh, and you can join and win all sorts of cool shit. I was going to say uh, so- that because his, triv- his trivia competition is really fun. I've been playing. Oh, cool. Um, yeah. So his first question is favorite Christmas horror film? Ooh. We were just talking about this on the Discord actually the other day. Um, hmm, probably Black Christmas, but I mean, there's so many good ones, and I, you know, I I'm gonna champion for Better Watch Out because like I think it is so good and just so overlooked when people talk about like good Christmas horror movies. I love Black Christmas, the remake. The which remake? Which remake? There's the first remake. remake. Right. <laughs> okay. Yeah. A good one <laughs> yeah it's good I'll, I'll switch gears and go with krampus it's it's fun and i just got the new version of it too which i haven't watched yet but i'm excited to watch new the, version the, the what's that cut mean oh called the naughty edition i believe more oh, top shit. packer i hope yeah. <laughs> he's amazing i know <laughs> i guess he's got like little snippets of gore and stuff in there that they had to cut the extended cut of halloween kills is coming out like this week too apparently so lame 20 someone I, I read a funny comment it was just oh so it's just like 20 extra minutes of people chanting evil dies tonight <laughs> <laughs> come on guys uh but todd let us know i i'm very curious to see if uh, it's worth to get the naughty cut um for me it would be probably gremlins is uh my favorite one just because it's such a holiday classic i do really like krampus and that's one i tend to watch every year and i do like the original black christmas i think it's a pretty decent film and uh like not one of my favorites because the the subject matter it deals with isn't like my favorite subgenre of horror. Like home invasion to me is not, you know, particularly a, a big fan of for me. But uh, yeah, still a very good film. Uh, his next question: Are any of you superstitious, and what kind of superstitions do you follow? I'm a little. Um, it's like just all like stupid things like i've t- we've talked about this before i think but like i uh like i tend i have tend to avoid like uh walking under a ladder if i can help it and like stuff like that just like yeah those like corny ones but other than that like my dad's really superstitious like my mom tells me like he has like coins and like he before he goes to bed he has to like place them like, like in a certain way on his like counter on his uh nightstand and shit like that it's like I feel like that's like OCD. It is. It is like definitely OCD, but it's also like a superstitious thing for him too. What's the superstition? That like if he doesn't place them in the right way, it'd be like bad luck. Yeah, some people do some stuff sometimes. I remember there was a girl at my work that used to throw salt. If she knocked down the salt or the pepper, I forget what it was. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's mm-hmm. fucking like just bolting salt at everyone. <laughs> like, God damn. <laughs> I can't think of anything that I probably have some like unconscious superstitions that 
I mean, I won't go under a ladder, but that's more of a safety thing than a superstitious thing for me personally. Uh, I will notice if a black cat like crosses me uh, and just think about it. Like, I don't necessarily think it'll be bad luck, but it definitely like stops me in my tracks and makes me think, oh shit, you know, a black cat just passed me. I don't know why that, uh, I don't know why always black cats do. I never get crossed by like a gray cat or an orange cat. It's always Mm. a black cat for some reason. Maybe you don't notice them. Maybe they kind of blend in. Maybe. Mm -hmm. And I tend to see... So again, not a superstition, but I tend to see 1111 a lot. Like it seems that whatever I'm doing, like I'm working or whatever, and I won't look at the clock like all day, and then I'll look at the clock and it's 1111. But I also think that might be a subconscious thing where I do look at the clock all day, but only notice it at 1111, you know, which is also very possible. So who knows? True. I used to have really bad, like terribly bad OCD. Like I can relate to Joe's dad like placing stuff where you think like, oh, my, my mom will get hurt. You know, someone's so silly like that. Like you think about it, like, oh, someone's gonna get hurt. But then like, it's like this nagging feeling in the back of your head. And I only broke it too, which was weird because I don't know, I broke it because, or I was able to break it because my dad gave me this little radio and I listened to Laker games, <laughs> like going to bed. So listening to the Laker games would like mean I didn't have to do my routine, which is like, seriously, like having to touch the the light switch a certain way or like in my mind I would like draw a picture with it like with my finger if I fucked it up I had to repeat it five times I fucked that up I had to repeat it five times times five it was like so people like have that shit like like oof get some help because it sucks so OCD sucks balls yeah for sure uh I've like safety things like every single night I have to check the back door make sure the garage is closed make sure the front door is locked like I have things like that but I don't know if that's much superstition rather than just you check the burners uh no i don't tend to check the burners because i I figure the the house would have burned down if you know because i I just check it for gas leaks (laughs) okay yeah no i don't have a gas one so it's uh you know i figure that by the time i eat dinner at six by if it's like midnight something would happen by now yeah with the burn but i'd also see him because i walk around in the dark i tend not to really turn on the lights when i go around so uh all right so his next question favorite child's play slash chucky film so we won't rank them, but maybe just your number one for as a tease for later. Three. I'm a three man. I love three. Mm. It's close, but I think probably part two. Um, I would say one or three. Maybe an unexpected choice, but Bride of Chucky. Uh, mm-hmm. It's the first one I saw in theaters, and it still makes me laugh. And it's, if I'm going to rewatch one, it'll probably be that one, because I think it's so fucking funny. And yeah. So that'd probably be my favorite, but one, two, three are all good, but mm-hmm. we'll talk about our ranking a little bit later. And the last one he has, if you're wanting to stream something for horror, what's your first pick or go-to streaming service? Mm, probably Prime. Prime's got some good ones. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, like now I'm pretty much taken over by Letterboxd. If I want to watch a movie, I'll look to see what they're, where they're streaming at and go from there. But I probably split between Shudder and, Shutter and Tubi probably. Mm-hmm. I'd probably say Netflix just because it's the easiest for me. And for me, uh, I mean, I don't really need to say it, do I? I watch so much fucking Tubi. It's like ridiculous. <laughs> but uh, it's like if I want to just watch something that I don't need necessarily to have my full attention for, I'll watch something on Tubi. But if I want to watch something where you're going to get like my full mind, like at night when I have nothing else going on, then I tend to watch something on the other services like Shutter, Prime, Netflix, or Crave, or whatever else uh, service I have. Because uh, I'm... Tubi films, uh, sometimes they'll, they'll hold my attention the whole time, but 
usually I pick stuff that's like, okay, you know, I can kind of shut my brain off a little bit on this one, but I fucking love Tubi. Uh, and that's all the questions we have. So thank you very much for the questions. We really, really, really appreciate it. And now a little coffee break with Deadly Grounds Coffee. Everyone thinks because you're a zombie, you don't know good coffee. Well, they're wrong. There's only one brew that gets my seal of approval. Deadly Grounds Coffee is my guilty pleasure. The aroma is so intoxicating. It brings all of my neighbors out of the woodwork. Deadly Grounds Coffee. Coffee to die for and zombie approved. It's good to get a little deadly. Use the front door! Oh, they're so disgusting. Trivia, let's do it. Get them out. Two weeks left. Let's do it. All right. <laughs> Two weeks left. I won, by the way, for that guy. Uh, Todd, <laughs> 116. Steve, ooh, around my butthole. 113. Joe, 110. <laughs> He's a wild card. Sam, if you get any question right, it is worth three points at 77. Oh. <laughs> Joe, if he gets one right, it's negative one. Steve, if he gets oh. one right, it's negative two. <laughs> Let's do it. Who would like to go first? I'll go, I'll go for Oh, Ooh. all right. Big all daddy right. Steve. Fine. Fine. All right. <laughs> um, these Kayla related. It's what? Are these all Kayla? No, actually, the first one is actually Ooh. from Loserface. Oh. Uh, so thank you very much, uh, Loserface, for the question. I appreciate it. What is the full name? Full name of the cat. Ray. Of the cat from Pet Cemetery. Church is the nickname. Winston Churchill. That's correct. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's Thanks, Joe. <laughs> got it. <laughs> All right, I'll go next. You got it. Uh, so yeah, so to, uh, thank you to Weezerface and Kayla. They both sent questions. Uh, I'm gonna use Weezerface as actually for my bonus. I have uh, for a bonus oh. one tonight. Uh, but I'm going to uh, hold off on Kayla's for next week because since we're doing Chucky, I decided to do all child's play franchise-related trivia this week. So my first question is, what is the name of Chucky's amulet? Um, Dem- Dembala. The amulet of Dembala. It's close. It's a... Dembaler. I'll, I'll, add, I'll see if you guys will allow that on Todd's. It's, you know... It's oh, close. Yeah. Yeah, to, to it's the close. judges to the it, judges it's pretty close mm-hmm. from my memory it's it's well he got I, part of it it's, Ambula? It's, <laughs> i mean no it's, it is dambala but it's the heart of dambala that's fine so, yeah to the right. judges okay. you don't have to give me the point judges i'm, I'm giving you the point it's fine wow thanks steve no it's, Damn it's, it's, i gotta it's, hook yeah. him up later fuck <laughs> i did right. do a <laughs> give me the power back of you i fucking love brad dorf sam would you like to go do you want me to go you can go. All right. All from Kayla. Thank you, Miss Kayla. Last minute questions here. Actually, not all from her. Just the one. Friday the 13th. Oh, I just gave you the fucking answer. Um, <laughs> as I do the tagline for Friday the 13th. But, um, uh, okay. I'll, do you want me to go? No, I'll move on to her second one, which I thought okay. was a little bit too hard, but I'll go anyway. In the movie Psycho, what was the name of the town Sam lived in? Oh, Jesus. Yeah, that's a little hard. Yeah, I couldn't tell you. All right, Green, all right. Greensville? Green, no, incorrect. It's Fairvale, which I had no idea. Oh. Sam, you were kind of close. Yeah. It's fine. Okay. My question comes from Katie. All right. Nice. She sent this one last week. All right. What is Mrs. Max Cat's name in 1974's Black Christmas? 
I'm looking for a cat's name. Cat's name? Hmm. Snowball. We got yeah. Snowball on no the idea. board. Kitty. <laughs> we got Kitty on the board. I don't remember. Damn it. Come on, guys. Cat. C-A-T. Mrs. Max cat was named Claude. Claude. I would not have guessed that. (laughs) No. Good. Hey, Claude. All right. Uh, So the other two questions I have tonight are from Kayla. Kayla. Thank you, Kayla. Uh, Which ones am I going to use? All right. Let's do a tagline. Yes. Tagline. If this one doesn't scare you, you're already dead. Oh. I think we've had that in the past too. So. Um, I feel like we have to, yeah. Dead. Warm bodies? No. Come on, Steve. Why you do me like that? <laughs> Doesn't scare you. You're already dead. Oh. Um, I have no Destination, idea. Final Destination 2. No. Mm, I'm not even going to guess. <laughs> you guys go <give> up? <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was Phantasm. Darn. I've never seen it. <laughs> You're not missing so I, anything. I still think we need to do an episode one time of Phantasm. There's like All right. 19 of them. Yeah, well, just the first one. <laughs> Next question. What is the name of the toy factory the good guy dolls are made at? Um, oh my god, dude. I had that fucking cat one too. I don't know. <laughs> What? I said hair and co. I said mezco. It's like on the Mezco's fucking. It's in number two. It's like on. Yeah, the, it's in number. It's very gosh. prominent in number two. It's on Chucky's box too. Yeah. Good guy factory. The correct answer is play pals. Fuck. Uh, so stupid. I need to rewatch that series. Idiots. <laughs> All right. Um, in the series Chucky that we just watched. Ooh. I forget the name of the character. He's a young black gentleman. What yes. movie is he watching to prepare for Chucky's arrival? Cape oh, Fear. Cape Cod. Joe is on there. Close, Sam. Close. <laughs> <laughs> What's that guy's name? Sam- Randy? Sam's never seen it. I was like, shit, we got to watch that. Sam. Yeah, I haven't. Good... De Niro? So yeah. you, you could ask that question and I wouldn't know. What's his name? <laughs> 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 We were uh, we were we were watching it. Sam's like, "Is that Robert De Niro?" She's like, "Oh, he's looking all jacked up." Like, yeah, it was Devin, by the way. <laughs> Devin, Devin, Devin and Jake. We loved it. We love Devin. Do we? Stop it! <laughs> I do. You like his podcast? Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're up, Sam. Or am I up? No, you just uh, did. I don't know if it's anymore. All right. So this question comes from Kayla. Kayla. All right. Let's see. God dang it. She even sent the one about the play pals. I'm so stupid. (laughs) I'm stupid. Okay. What is the name of the bleach blonde girl tormenting Rochelle in the craft? God damn it. With the names. Amber. (laughs) We got Amber on the board. Chrissy. Felicia, Felicia. I don't know. We got Felicia, Hi, Felicia. and Chrissy. <laughs> and Amber. And Amber. Which is probably wrong because you forgot it. So. <laughs> <laughs> Her name was Laura. Laura. Mm, Shout Laura. out to Laura's out there. Don't be bullying people. Yeah. All right. 
Last if question. you can tell me who the actress is married to, I'll give a point. Oh, Christ. Ben okay. Stiller. God damn it, Joe. <laughs> She's married to Ben Stiller, really? Yeah. Two points for Joseph. I knew that one. Two points, only one point, Todd. Oh, two points. Well, I had a point Todd. earlier. Uh-huh. Oh. Don't glare at me, girl. Well, I was like, don't we get an extra <laughs> point? <laughs> All right. Here's my last question. All right. What is the a name of the end? What is the name of the entity communicating with the youngest freeling child in Poltergeist? The name? Yeah. It has a name? It does. Really? Mm -hmm. TV ghost. I don't recall this this name. It's what they call it. Oh. Rather than TV people? No. (laughs) Poltergeist. The TV ghost. I said that. Oh, you did? Poltergeist (laughs) ghost. That'd be awesome. Toby Hooper. The Statica. Statica. (laughs) You guys give up? Blurry breast for all the sport watchers. (laughs) It's uh, the beast. The beast. You're close, Todd. Was I? How how was it? Knock out the R out of breast. (laughs) Oh. Uh, That's what I said. I just automatically say breast now. So it's right. (laughs) Which Auntie Lee's meat pies has some interesting nudity. Ooh. Over on Tubi. Ooh. All right. Next one. Who is Tiffany's idol? Oh, uh, Jennifer Tilly. Incorrect. What? Tiffany has an idol. Marilyn Monroe. Yes, it's you get her. She yes, in um part uh four, Brave Chucky. She says this woman is her idol. Madonna. Um, Betty Boop. Incorrect. Incorrect. These are all great guesses, by the way. They are great guesses. The correct answer, though, is Martha Stewart. Oh, oh my no. god, I should have known that. We're, we're yes. all over the place tonight. <laughs> some horror fan I am. Some Martha Stewart fan I am. <laughs> Usually your Martha Stewart trivia is like on point, Sam. I don't it's true. Know what's going on with you? <laughs> How much for one point? How much time did Martha Stewart serve in prison? <laughs> <laughs> Two years. I don't even know. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think it was I like one year or something trivia. Trivial. Um, okay. This one's too easy, Kayla, but I'll say it anyway. These are obviously biased towards somebody else. <laughs> what Italian horror director created the musical score for Dawn of the Dead? Come oh, on. Fulci. Incorrect, Goblin. Steve. Goblin. Incorrect. Oh, you both suck. No, wait, 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 wait. Uh, Stay music. Guess. Read it again. Uh, what I guess. Italian director created the musical oh, score God. for Dawn of the All Dead? Right, I know it now. Sam, you get a go, and then if you... Then these guys can fire off again. What did Steve and Joe guess already? I'm saying Lucio Fulci, no. and then Joe said Goblin, which was like That's the musicians, the... not the. Yeah. You get a pass. Jason Fulci. Say it, somebody else. Argento. Argento. Got it. That's right. Oh. I, I mixed them up. God damn it. So All righty. Dare I say overrated? Very overrated. <laughs> Dare I say, no one cares what you think? <laughs> You're right. Opera's, I like opera. JK. All right, here's my question. Please listen. In American Psycho, when taking his sheets to the cleaners, what does Patrick... Red wine. What does Patrick say the red stains are? We got red wine on the board. No, that's right. No, wait, no. Red it's, ink. it's cranberry juice. Cran apple. Which one is it, Joe? Cran apple. You suck. 
Is it Joe then? Joe, you guessed like three times. That's your third answer. You so mean? you don't get a point. No, you I said, did. You said you wine and then you said <laughs> cranberry juice three. and then you said cran apple. What Give is the negative for the night? <laughs> well, I said I was agreeing with Todd, you and then Todd? you were like, I said red wine. Sure. Does cranberry juice really stain like that? I don't know. Like a stainable thing. I know red wine and blood, obviously, but. Should Joe get a point? I mean, it was his third answer. I'm just saying. <laughs> to the what judges. Well, Steve's the only one that didn't answer, so he gets to be the ultimate judge. Yeah, I think Joe got it. Thank Good you. Joe got it? All right. Yeah. Point. Because you guys I mean, are going against Todd. To be fair, I'm pretty sure he says cranberry juice, and then he says cran apple, like, to be spe more specific. Well, it's two different juices. Very true. Kind of. You know, kind of. you know what else super stains sheets that uh, I found out the hard way? Um, Deadly grounds coffee. Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, rose, rose rose petals. Rose Aww, petals. Because you're because you're sweating ones? all over them. Yeah, real ones. But yeah. Oh. If you, uh, so if you Anybody ever go to a hotel, put rose petals all over. Just think about that because. <laughs> oh. Make sure you brush them off before you get the nasty Spoiler going. Alert. Well, Joe will never have that problem because he's so cheap. He uses the fake ones. <laughs> <laughs> They're reusable. Straight. Exactly. And there was he like a million. He, them. he never knows where he puts them. So then he just keeps buying more, more yeah, thousand right. petal fake flowers. How often are we doing rose petals? Every Valentine's night. every oh, night. Okay. Every night. Every night. With that point, Joe surpasses Steve with second place. Just oh, good job. Oh, Steve. way to go, Steve. Yeah, Woo! I bet you're regretting that now, aren't you? Woo! Woo! There's no play. Woo! There's no, no prize for second. Nature so. boy in the house. Is that it for the night? Yeah, we gotta get, move on to that. That was terrible. Wait, hey, I got a bonus. I'm do a bonus. Ooh, All right, bonus. I'll let Joe do his. Okay, this one is from Weezerface. She had Samantha in mind on this question, <laughs> so no pressure, Sam. But <laughs> what? What was the first film? Josh Hartnett was hired for uh, Halloween issue. Halloween issue on the board. This is tough. The faculty? I don't know. The faculty is correct. Steve. Oh, yeah. yes. Come on. Oof. I don't think that's true. Now I'm tied for second. Hopefully. <laughs> tied for second. Yes. You don't think that's true? No. Well, she, Believe it, she sister. Said, <laughs> she said, All right. Well, all right. Here's oh. my bonus. All right. All right. You ready? All righty. Yes. So at the end of the last episode of the Chucky series, Chucky gives us a recap of how many kills 21. there were. All right. Todd gets a point. Hey, because that's going to be my bonus question, too. <laughs> I thought that was going to be Joe's bonus question. All right. Let me throw out my bonus then, since we're all doing bonuses. All right. Bonus. Actually, we actually, we all we answered them all. All right. Okay, Fear, Dembala, 21. Those are my three bonuses yeah, I had. Well, right we, got, we got to move on anyway. It's a long okay. review. Oh. Um, so standards. Oh, are yeah, you're right. Sorry about that. 119 myself, Steve and Joe tied a second, seven, uh, 114 apiece, uh, Sam 77. We have one more left. Yeah, if it's still a blowout, one more. If not, maybe we'll sneak it into our final episode. Cool. All right. Let's uh, do some child's play. Or is it called Chucky? Chucky. Called Chucky. 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 There you go. Uh, so do I you want every. Synopsis, I want everyone to do each episode. I'll do a quick one and then you yeah. can do your lead in. Yeah. What'd you say, Joe? I said, I just want to hear everyone's best Chucky laugh before we get started. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, there you pretty go. Good. That's pretty good. That's yeah, actually good. Joe does it good. 
Uh, all right, Child's Play stars this little uh, eighth grader named Jake, and he's a little different, man. He's a little awkward. He's a little quirky. He's an artist, right? He has feelings. Uh, lives with his dad, who's a drunk, kind of, you know, a little abusive emotionally, right? His uh, mother passed away or left. I forget which one, but, you know, sad stuff. Um, so he's kind of by himself because his dad's kind of a, like, typical jock, and he's just a sensitive kid. Uh, he's into re- really into retro slash vintage things. He goes yard selling. He finds a doll. It happens to be a Chucky doll. He takes it back because he makes sculptures based on like doll heads and stuff so you like throw some weird stuff together um lo and behold though that doll is possessed by charles lee ray because remember at the end of uh cult of chucky uh, charles lee ray is able to split his soul into multiple things into mika into a bunch of different dolls blah 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 um and then we just fall around as chucky has his new victim jake who he's trying to manipulate and turn to the dark side so to speak jake is bullied constantly by numerous kids he's also gay so he has to deal with that and people picking on him and you know not being sure about his feelings and his dad you know being let down things like that um so we deal with a lot of bullying we deal with a lot of like you know coming of age stuff and then chucky thrown in for good measure all right so uh moving to episode one so in this episode jake buys chucky at a yard sale so he finds him and buys him for 10 bucks a pretty good price if you ask me for a chucky doll uh, then we go back to his house where he lives with his dad and he has these weird doll sculptures everywhere, which his dad is not a big fan of. Uh, they even have a dinner where, um, you know, he's with his twin brother, which is played by Devin Sawa. So, uh, yeah, so Devin Sawa plays both his dad and his uncle, who are twin brothers on the show. They have a dinner and he realizes how that his kid is just not the way that he imagined his kid wants to be but he's also an alcoholic and probably reeling from the death of his wife and jake's reeling from the death of his mother he gets bullied at school like todd said and then uh, he does this uh, ventriloquist act at school using the chucky doll but in this case uh, chucky is actually talking himself which people don't know at the time but he goes on and he insults the people in the school, including his main bully, Lexi, which is a uh, w- like this girl that's also at school with him who seems to have pleasure in uh, torturing this poor kid, Jake. Uh, later that night, his uh, dad gets electrocuted by Chucky. So Jake goes to live with his uncle. And then the episode ends with a tease that Char- Charles E. Ray is going to get some flashback scenes throughout this film. And this one, you see him as a little boy. So what'd you guys Junior think of the a, first episode? Junior is a douchebag. Scouts are, I quote, scouts are taking gays now. Junior, shut your fucking dumb ass up. Leave him alone. Leave him alone. Um, that's all I got for notes of episode one. Yeah, Lexi, get a fucking life, you little bitch. They're a good couple because they're both pieces of shit. Am I right? They're awful. Fuck them. And I got to say, too, the... Uh, um for the i'll just say this once though the entire series i did not take these kids seriously as being kids i know they're act they're young actors but they acted completely out of character i have you know middle school myself i'm like what the fuck is this um to the point where i thought it was like in his mind especially at like the um talent show when she was up there like how do you feel about it mrs blah 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 i'm like what is going on like i thought it was just like very unreal and surreal that like they wrote the characters to be like this that was just my takeaway from the initial like you think they were too mature yeah absolutely yeah yeah i feel like i was i was watching high schoolers high school yeah yeah that would have been more appropriate i don't know why they didn't go there it would have solved all those problems that i had with it Mm -hmm. especially them having sex and stuff Mm -hmm. and like smoking weed and getting ubers i'm like i don't know about this not even in this day and age with like ubers and stuff fuck no 
rich parents they don't care so they're like meh go get an uber maybe they're um yeah i mean overall i i liked this first episode like I, I don't think there was like it didn't like blow me away or anything like that but it like kept me interested enough um i thought like the introduction to chucky was cool and um yeah like todd said like i feel like the characters make them high schoolers it might have made a little more sense but uh overall like i you know i liked jake as our main character i found him interesting having devin sawa play the both brothers i thought was like a bad choice like i just think it was complete it wasn't necessary i mean i i don't know you know and then like for a first episode i think you needed a more memorable kill like rather than just like the electrocution kill i just thought it was a little lackluster and you needed more of a wow factor for a first episode but you know it kept me interested enough to want to chug along to the next episode yeah i i kind of agree um i i see why they did the kill that way because they wanted to keep it where it didn't look like it would be jake's fault right away you know it had to be a kill that uh, he would have done like himself by accident um so that's probably why they went that way um but yeah, it was. I, I thought it was an okay introduction to the series, but not like one that necessarily grabbed me right away. Like, had it not been a doll that I'd known, you know, like being a Chucky doll as opposed to some other property with a doll, I don't know if I would have been like super into it. But because I knew it was Chucky and everything, I thought, okay, this could be cool. And I was surprised uh, that they would have flashbacks to his childhood, uh, Charles Lee Ray's childhood, which they teased at this episode more so than did anything with it. So I thought that was interesting and was it kind of curious as to where that would go so it was an okay episode just nothing amazing all right so uh that brings us to episode two this is the halloween episode so this one starts off with charles lee ray taking a bite out of an apple with a razor blade in it which i don't know we'll have to discuss what the hell that was about uh and then back in the real world jake goes back to school after the death of his father uh people are kind of looking at him weird and treating him kind of off uh, so I thought the kids were kind of being dicks about it, um, you know, for someone who just lost his dad. Uh, this one, Chucky kills the cleaner, uh, the person who cleans her, his uncle's house, uh, by pushing her into the knives in the dishwasher. So that's a thing. Uh, then the cops are trying to figure out if Jake is the one who did it because, you know, his father just died and then the cleaner that he goes to just died. So they're starting to kind of piece things together and think, okay, this is the only common denominator between those two accidents then we see halloween where chucky goes around with the hello kitty mask and goes trick-or-treating which i thought was super funny uh this is where chucky starts uh, bonding with the little girl uh, she plays video games with him and starts just having a conversation in a relationship with the little girl and uh, this is also the episode where they mention glenn and glenda which kind of took me by surprise and we'll talk about that soon and finally uh the halloween party with the infamous scene where lexi dresses up as jake's dad as an electrocuted uh, person on the dance floor. So yeah, this was this was an episode. What'd you guys think of this one? This was a crazy episode. Like I still have nightmares of Lexi dressed up as Jake's dad and her just going like this, shaking back and forth. Like I hated that so much. I was like grossed out. I had the heebie-jeebies. I'm like, what is this girl doing? Like literally none of her meanest friends were like, Lexi, that's a little too over the top. Like, what are you thinking? Like she literally had to go look for a costume, like his jumpsuit, a mustache, sideburns, and a wig. And somehow she never had the thought cross her mind. Maybe this going too far. I'm just saying. Yeah. I have quotes here. 
Lexi is a cunt. That's all I got. <laughs> she's a bitch, dude. She's a, she's a fucking bitch. Yeah, she's, I mean, she's a great villain, like, to yeah. start us off. Like, you want her to die. You're, like, rooting for Chucky to, um, you know, finally off her. Um, I liked the, um, the maid kill. I thought that was, like, kind of a cool, inventive, like, kill, one I hadn't seen in a while. So I, I enjoyed. They did um, it in Stitches, one. Joe. You, watch, you just watched Stitches. Oh, that's, that's, how, that's how the film does. Yeah. Been, Come on, right, Joe. Yeah. And you said you hated it. You rolled your eyes when we watched it. No, I didn't. No, not you're on like, that one. You're like, no, really? No, I liked it. I liked, <laughs> I, 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 no, I, I liked that one. Um, Who puts the knives like that, though? Honestly, that's just fucking accident right now. <laughs> I was just going to say, she was the worst. <laughs> Is it her first cleaner. day? <laughs> yeah, first, first time cleaning anything? What kind of monster no, does uh, that? Uh, <laughs> Damn. Uh, <laughs> but no, I, I did like that kill. Um, but uh and i liked chucky dressing up as hello kitty and going trick-or-treating that was great like that was probably my favorite moment when he gives that woman the uh yeah the razor app the razor blade apple was really fun and cool but man this this fucking party scene is outrageous like it's it's so fucking far-fetched first of all in today's climate like no kid is gonna do that, right? Like I, I don't know. I mean, maybe there's a kid evil enough, but I just feel like the other kids wouldn't be laughing. Like kids, kids say I feel like are pretty anti-bullying. I mean, I don't know. Like I don't have kids your age, Todd. So maybe you can like, you know. I would say yes, like but then Sam made a good point about about them being really rich and spoiled, especially yeah. Yeah. like the marriage like, daughter. They don't care. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like, I feel like at least one person would be like, that's like fucked up, you know? Well, but yeah, like, but would they really be like, everyone stop? They would just like not laugh and check on yeah. Jake later on. I don't know. I mean, I just found it like super far-fetched, but I was like, okay, well, I mean, it makes you hate the character even more. But like, let's be fucking real here. When that fire like happens, like you're trying to tell me like none of the kids would feel that fucking fire. Like I go to like an amusement park and like, I you know they Remember have like an explosion rides? and I can feel it like from a fucking mile away. And these, <laughs> I don't, you're telling that me that wasn't the Halloween episode. It yeah, wasn't. You know that that's no. a when they do a dance party later, but that wasn't the Halloween. Oh, all right, <laughs> well, my bad. Never mind yeah. then. Uh, then we're disregard until next episode. Then save it. Save um, it. <laughs> save it. Uh, why do you think uh, Charles E. Ray just bit into an apple with a razor blade in it? It's just to show he's crazy, or yeah, he likes pain. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's weird. It was Masochist. weird. It's just out of yeah. place to me. No, I mean, I think it shows that he's like a psychopath. Like, it's like taking you on that ride. Um, and I, I do like the, um, I like these flashback scenes. I'll say that. And once we get into yeah, some later flashback scenes. I think I know where you're getting with that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I, I, I like this episode a lot. Uh, I thought Chucky trick-or-treating was hilarious. The Hello Kitty mask was just like perfect so fun so funny uh i like that he was bonding with the little girl just playing video games and chilling you know chucky's almost like a teen guy like that, that's how he acts you know so I, I thought that was great i was just a little weary that he was going to do something to her um which i didn't want but he didn't in this episode at least so that was good um but yeah that fucking halloween party was just see i actually unlike you joe i believe this thing would actually happen these tiktok trends sometimes of people doing just bad shit to get likes. You know, there's a trend in my area right now where they're calling in bomb threats and violence threats at schools as part of some TikTok trend. And the cops have to go on the news and be like, don't do this. This is fucking super dangerous. And you can get prosecuted for it. It's like, it's um, like swatting too that people do. Swatting. And actually there was one recently uh, where people lie down on a busy street and then get up and then go back to the median. 
uh, and it's another TikTok trend and people just do stupid shit. So this just basically dressing up as someone and making fun of him, I don't think is out of realm of possibility in today's social media age where, and she even says it, I, I think she does the next episode, but she's like, I got 400 likes, like that somehow makes it okay because she got some kind of, you know, social media attention for it. So yeah, I totally, I totally believe that scene personally, but I didn't know how the, like, they can redeem this character after this, you know, and we'll talk about it as the series goes on, but I think they did personally. Yeah. Anyway, we'll, sorry. No, yes. No, I, I totally agree, but we'll, we'll talk about that. Uh, episode three. So this is where Chucky starts to teach Jake how to stalk and kill because Jake now wants to kill Lexi for the prank that she did at Halloween. And Chucky is really kind of pushing to get that to happen. Uh, Lexi comes over and does a half-assed apology uh, to Jake for what happened at the Halloween party but it turns out she wasn't really apologizing she just wanted the doll for her sister because the little girl wants the Chucky doll now because she fell in love with it when she was playing video games with it uh and this one you have Chucky kind of like hugging the, the family and everything and integrating himself into Lexi's family uh, and this is where we start having that headphone dance party uh that uh, Joe was alluding to in this one Chucky kills the kid by stabbing him in the back at the party that's like Lexi's side piece, I guess. That's I don't I don't remember his name, but that's how I described him. Sorry and if I wasn't on mute. I was whittling if that came out across loud. Okay, that's okay. <laughs> Ugh, you old man. <laughs> and then so yeah, so Lexi's house burns down after a fight with Chucky, and she like loses her uh, her joint, and it catches fire to the uh, curtains in the room. Uh, an interesting thing in this episode. They bleep out part of Chucky's words when he's swearing at Lexi. Uh, I don't know if they did where you guys did, but it's the only time in this series where they bleep something out. And he says, like, fuck and shit and all sorts of shit. So I'm curious what... So I, I, I do want to discuss that. And this is also the episode where Charles Lee Ray murders his mom in the closet as they're hiding from another murder. So what do you guys think of this one? Um, you um, heard... Sorry, go ahead. No, it's fine. I was just going to say, I really liked um, the headphone party. I thought that was fun. <laughs> We've actually attended one. No, we haven't, Joe. Right? A bit, no, at Bit Bar. Remember, like, we wore those headphones? We didn't wear it. They had it, but we didn't participate. Okay. But we've seen it. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes, we've seen it. Okay. <laughs> Never mind. Um. Hey, kid, I'm going to go kill your sister. Want to come? That was a cool quote. Uh, and when Chucky's killing the kid, he's like doing these little tiny love taps. I was like, just get up. He's like, eh, eh, eh. I was like, get up, you little fucking dweeb. But uh, yeah, he was the worst actor in the show up to that point. So bye. <laughs> um, yeah, you heard my thoughts on the party. Um, other than that, yeah, I mean... It was it's an okay episode. I liked the uh, showdown with Chucky and Lexi um, in uh, the bedroom. I thought that was pretty good. Because, um, like, what he had his shoes, I think, like on the curtain behind a curtain, right? And then, like, right. he ends That's up, right. yeah, he ends up like tricking her. I, I, I enjoyed all that. Um, and I did like the flashback of Chucky um, killing his mom. It like kind of continues on into that, the backstory of Chucky as a child, which we never got in any of the movies and stuff like that. So I thought that was interesting and that there was, you know, another serial killer that kind of, you know, kind of took him under his wing there in that one little scene. Um, so yeah, I, I enjoyed all that. 
Um, and yeah, overall, yeah, decent episode. And uh, yeah, I, I agree. I thought this was a decent episode as well. Uh, I totally agree with you, Joe. There's no way in hell they didn't feel that fire. And that fire was like engulfing the entire house, which comes to something I'm going to talk about the next episode, how that house is still standing as good as it is, is like impossible from the fire that we saw in the show. But anyway. Living in it too, it is fucking stank after that fire. Yeah, no, it's just like the walls are discolored. That's basically what came (laughs) out of it. But the way the fire was, it was like roaring. That would have destroyed the house within five minutes, you know? But anyway, TV, you know how it is. Um, Yeah, so I also like the Charles Lee Ray thing. I did not see that one coming. Like when he went into the closet with his mom, I didn't think she'd like already be dead in there. And he's like, hey, look, I killed my mom for you. And he's like, oh, you got guts, kid. So it was uh, an interesting choice that I really liked. That was probably my favorite flashback that they did in the whole series was that one scene. But I am cool if they like he took he took him and like showed him the ropes. Yeah, that's what I thought they were going with. He just yeah. leaves. That's, that was, he just that was takes off. Of, right. I guess he was more of a influence than a mentor. Uh, but I do want to know why did they bleep out? Chucky's word. What did he say? I thought maybe he said cunt. Uh, and they Probably thought that, that was too much. Say. I'm guessing. That, that, that's mm-hmm. the only thing I can think of. But with the way he was swearing in the rest of the series, it was an odd choice. Like it, it made me think of it more than had he just said it, you know? Yeah, same. Yeah, I thought it was weird. But I guess if like he was saying cunt, which I mean, I guess that's a little too extreme for uh, network television. Uh or is this network television, cable television, I guess. Um, but yeah, it was a little jarring when it did happen. But I was like, you know, it didn't bother me that much. I'm just glad they didn't keep doing it. Like, I, I was afraid yeah. that this, because it, we're, this is still early, this episode three, I thought, oh no, is this going to be a thing in the series where we're going to start bleeping out like fucking words? That's terrible, you know? Um, so I'm glad they didn't do that. All right, episode four. So this is, uh, Lexi knows about Chucky and tells Jake, that he uh, knows he sent Chucky to kill her. So this is all taking place in the hospital uh, from the minor burns that everyone got in that roaring fire. Um, so then uh, this is where Jake and Lexi start to work with each other because they realize that even though they hate each other, they're the only two who know that Chucky uh, is in the doll and no one else will believe them. So they're kind of forced to work together to uh, make sure the other people that they love don't get killed. This is also the episode where Charles E. Ray is kind of a teenager in a boy's home, and he's, like, killing the janitor and mentoring another boy to uh, also be crazy like he is. Um, then we see the half-burned Chucky is taken by police. Uh, so Chucky's the only one who apparently suffered burns in this whole fucking thing somehow. Uh, and then you see the cop, like, take the snacks in the girl's room. I thought that was such a fucking dick move. I don't know why that really marked I wrote me. That like, down. Snack attack in the ICU. <laughs> yeah, uh, but don't worry. Chucky kills him uh, with the needles that uh, from the disposal kit, and finally they find the body as the little girl flatlines. So uh, yeah, what do you guys think of the hospital episode? I thought Chucky looked pretty cool in his burn look. Mm-hmm. I thought yeah, it was awesome. I loved that. Yeah, I got mm-hmm. so excited seeing that. Yeah, I, I love that look, and it made, he was like, it made, it made him scarier than like is one of the more scarier iterations of Chucky we've seen in a while. So I, I really appreciated that. Um, you know, this episode takes place in a lot of it takes place in the hospital, so it's like we're in Halloween Kills all over again, kind of for this episode. Um, but yeah, I mean, this one's okay, and I love the ending. Like, I love that kill um, with all the needles and shit, and then. The ending to this is perfect when just Chucky gives the middle finger to all the kids. Um, it just made me laugh. And um, I, 
this is like the beginning of the arc for Lexi as well, where, you know, she's still kind of a brat, but she's starting to, I guess, kind of show some of her better side. Um, so yeah, I found that to be kind of interesting. And then this was like the episode where I'm like, okay, they're definitely not going to um, kill this girl. Cause before this, I was like, oh, she's dead. Like, you know, within those first few episodes, a hundred percent like going to die. But then I was like, oh, okay. She's probably going to stick around. They're starting to give her this arc. Um, so yeah, like overall, yeah. Another like decent episode. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I thought it was a decent episode as well. I love that kill. Um, the Charles C. Ray stuff in this episode, I thought was a little odd. Uh, mm-hmm. Him like showing other kids how to kill and. Well, it is this the episode where they introduce? Uh, they give you the little Eddie Caputo. Um, is that uh, the kid? He's he's yeah, he think, friend, yeah, be friends. Th- that's right. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Which I, I thought that was kind of like cool for like the more like hardcore Chucky fans. Um, you know, it's it never really goes anywhere. It's kind of just like a little thrown in fan service, but yeah, for you know those who aren't as well versed in the Chucky uh, universe, like Eddie Caputo was Chucky's um, partner who he ends up going back and killing in um, part one. Once he takes over the doll form, he, I believe he blows him, his car up or something like that from what I remember, but yeah. 10 minute obscure reference. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But you do get to see kind of Charles E. Ray's evolution from a kid to a teen uh, going from, I guess home to home, assuming what happened to him while he was a kid, honing mm-hmm. his his skills as a killer. Um, but yeah, they're not uh, not like there's a lot of uh, more personal moments in this as Jake mm-hmm. and Lexi try to like understand each other and work with each other. And you're right, this is where Lexi kind of starts taking a turn into. At first, I think it's more about self preservation, but eventually, like, grows fond of the people that she works with. So. It was interesting to see them go that route, which I didn't necessarily see coming. I thought she'd be kind of the villain, outside of Chucky, of course, the villain for a good portion of the series. Um, All right, episode five. So this is where Devin joins the squad looking for Chucky, as he saw Chucky giving the middle finger at the end of the last episode. This is also the first episode where uh, Fiona Dorif plays Charles Lee Ray in a flashback. Then you see Devin and Jake holding hands, so that confirms that they're at least interested in each other. Uh, the little girl gets Tommy, which is another good guy doll. Uh, Lexi's, I wrote that Lexi's house is in surprisingly amazing shape for that fire. Uh, the kid destroys the original Chucky doll and Devin and Jake kiss in the moment after they kill uh, the doll. This is also the first uh, appearance of Tiffany in a flashback. Uh, we find out then T- Tiffany and Nika are kind of a couple, but it's also kind of also Chucky, but she's kind of in a couple with both and it's a weird thing we'll have to talk about uh you see chucky possessing nika in the hotel and then you see chucky sever the principal's head puts her on display at the school town hall and then chucky switches body with tommy so yeah this was a a whole lot of episode two and we we had the two things i really want to talk about this episode is the relationship between tiffany and nika slash chucky but also uh seeing fiona dorif play charles e ray going forward from this point um yeah this is like there's a lot going on in this episode um i'll say right off the bat this was probably my least favorite episode of the entire series um just because like up until this point there you know it was just like a it was like had a smooth flow to it but introducing um tiffany and nika into this episode it felt kind of like just kind of shoehorned in um and it was taking away from like the other characters 
Um, but I mean, I knew it was coming because like I knew that they were this was going to they were going to, uh, you know, do a continuation of Cult of Chucky. So I was waiting for it. But um, yeah, I don't know. I just I didn't love um, this introduction uh, to them. And Fiona Dorf as Charles Lee Ray was great, I thought. But I putting the voiceover um, of Brad Dorf's voice and Tiffany's voice like in the actors was so fucking distracting and awful. Like it was a terrible choice. They should have just used the regular actors voices. Like, do we really need like those actors voices voiced over? And it just looks so fucking weird and so awkward. I didn't like it. I concur. Um, I think Fiona Dorf is a fucking hottie and she's got a nice little booty. So I'll put that out there. Um, but yeah, the voiceover, like she was played her dad well, but it just didn't really work in my opinion. Like it just, the look of him was a little off and then with the voice and Jennifer Tilly's voice, it was just like, like, like you said, Joe, distracting. Like it, it took you out of it. I agree. So like all the episodes leading up to this, I really liked it. I really liked the younger characters. And then when we got here, I was like, Ugh. I was like, oh, here we go. Um, I honestly think that they could have, well, I don't know. Like, I just feel like with Jennifer Tilly, I think they could have done something to make her look like from the time period that they were flashing back to. Because she still looks amazing. Like, she looks younger than she did in Bride of Chucky, I think. Like, I think they could have... I don't know. I think they could have gotten away with it. But the other girl was, like, just distracting. And then especially with how similar Fiona looks to Brad that you buy it, but then the other gal just was not a replica of Tiffany, if that makes sense. But no time, but the voiceovers did kind of mess with my head and I just tried to like look away or not even look at their faces when they talked um, honestly, but I don't know really. I still don't know how I feel with, Fiona playing I'm so like it's confusing to my mind like she's playing Nika but then she also looks the same playing Chucky she's got like a she's got like a five o'clock shadow on basically but it's like the same look like they should have changed her hair to where it was long for Nika or something like it was just the same a-line haircut like well okay so I guess she was supposed like she was supposed to look, but it looked, it was too confusing of the flashbacks. That's where I'm getting mixed up. Like, do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, it was just kind of confusing. Never mind. It, I don't know I how get, to I, say I what you. I'm thinking. <laughs> no, their look, wasn't, their look, was, their look was too similar for you to be yeah, like, it was confusing. Yeah. I was like, how do I, how am I supposed to believe this? Yeah. But I get it. I mean, she did a great job playing him. I will say that. Yeah. It was like a great homage, but perhaps they should have used like a just a completely different person, like an actor to play Brad, where it wouldn't have been so yeah, it would have been fine. distracting. Yeah. Yeah. I was hoping they would bring back uh the detective, I forget his name, in some kind Mike of Norris. Too. Yeah, yeah, like they could have had the whole scene again, like leading up to it where you know, after she well, that's a little bit later in the episodes, but when she rats him out. Also mm-hmm. too, the Jennifer Tilly, um the Tiffany character, like I, it's like a weird thing to complain about but like her character also didn't fit with what we know as Tiffany because like there was no cleavage and that was like I know that it kind of <laughs> sounds weird but that was like a big thing for her character 
and they even mm-hmm. like play upon that in Brad Chucky and then even in this one like so Chucky gets here he looks down he's like oh Tiff so it's just like strange character choices especially like what Sam said how they look I mean obviously it's his daughter in real life but they look way too close to be like because when I was like Fiona Dorf's hot and then she's acting like a dude I'm like well yeah, I don't know about this <laughs> <laughs> okay wait but now I'm confused because go fast forwarding real quick when Tiffany like I didn't I completely missed that Jennifer Tilly plays herself like at the very last episode which I'm skipping forward real quick I was like why are they introducing Jennifer Tilly and then I was talking to Joe about that and he was like no like that's in the movie like she it was Jennifer Tilly and I'm like oh my god like I never fucking knew that or maybe I just forgot about it but I feel like so when they went to the flashbacks like was that supposed to be Jennifer Tilly or was that a different girl before she hopped into Jennifer Tilly? No, that that is Tiffany um in the flashbacks the whole time the only time okay, we really so then yeah scratch my idea of them dressing Jennifer Tilly up as a younger younger character to go to the flashbacks because not even the same person I, I'm so confused too then it, briefly tell me the history then like why is it Jennifer Tilly so, what's the difference she looks like she looked like Jennifer Tilly and made her look like more like Jennifer Tilly, if I remember right. That was like so what? Jennifer. Like, oh, okay, so <laughs> so she was there's, a blonde so there, babe. There's, there's two. Oh, oh, no, no, go back to Bride of Chucky. This, this goes back to Seed of Chucky. So in Seed of Chucky, Tiffany. Um, but Bride, Bride is before Seed, so. Right. She's you Tiffany. Just have, you just have Tiffany, but okay. then in Seed, they meet Jennifer Tilly. Tiffany meets Jennifer Tilly. And they um, kill Jennifer Tilly, and Tiffany goes in to Jennifer Tilly's body. That's right. So they, it's Tiffany. Jennifer Tilly that's in the tub when they kill her. Yeah. yeah. Yes, that's but, Tiffany. Okay. Tiff- no, Tiffany, Tiffany is completely Tiffany and Bride of Chucky. Yeah, t- Tiffany looks like yeah. Jennifer Tilly. And... See, I don't fucking know. Yeah. I don't yeah. know so, what you're saying. So, so, so I'm going to let it go. I'm going to let it that's go. That's why Seed of Chucky is trash. So for, Okay, <laughs> but for the cinematic universe of Chucky. Yes. <laughs> Jennifer, I mean, sorry. Tiffany? Tiffany puts her, her Tiffany. body into Jennifer. Jennifer Tilly, Jennifer Tilly. the actress. And then therefore, yes. Jennifer Tilly plays herself, but she really is yes. Tiffany. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what the fuck? All right. <laughs> I, I completely wrote that one off in my mind then. That's news to me. Yeah. I'm glad I'm not the wait, only wait. one. So the girl that I was complaining about without cleavage wasn't Jennifer, Jennifer Tilly. Tilly. Yeah, that's no, no, that, no, but in, no, that is Tiffany. But in Bride of Chucky, Jennifer Tilly. Yeah, but in Bride of Chucky, <laughs> Tiffany looks like Jennifer Tilly. Okay, so that, am I right? Whole... Am I right or wrong? The the girl in the past should have had cleavage. Yes, because yes, because that's looks, Tiffany. She looks a lot okay. like Jennifer Tilly. But where's my cleavage? I'm a simple guy. All right, that's right. That's all you want. <laughs> She's supposed to be Tiff, young Tiffany, gotcha. not Jennifer Tilly. <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, uh, so then, yeah, my idea of Jennifer Tilly being young of the 30 years ago would not have worked. No, it would have worked. Not... I'm going to them. Well, I'm we'll just let it go. Let it Me go. and Sam are stupid, apparently. <laughs> we don't understand the ins and outs of Chucky universe. I mean, no, it's no. basically what happened. T- Tiffany is Tiffany, right? And Brad of Chucky. Tiffany, the whole way. When we're, we've seen these flashbacks, that is Tiffany. And then what ha- ends up happening in Seed of Chucky, which happens after these flashbacks, and happens after Bride of Chucky, they Tiffany kills Jennifer Tilly to go into the actress Jennifer Tilly's body. So when we flash forward to that last episode and they introduce Jennifer Tilly, that is 
the character Tiffany inside of Jennifer Tilly's body. Right, because the only way that they could figure out a way to get Tiffany back into Jennifer Tilly's body was to get Jennifer Tilly in that universe. You know, so because she already looked like her. Yeah, that was she kind of had her features. Obviously, being so they succeeded with the whole soul swapping with with Jennifer's character. Yeah. Yeah, okay. essentially. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. I mean, well, just complicated just re- for a checking movie. It is, but just like basically, what when you see Jennifer Tilly, that is Tiffany. Like you know, that is the Tiffany character. Like, That's again. Tiffany wearing Jennifer yeah. Tilly's because, suit. Yeah, because you got to remember, Tiffany died in Bride of Chucky, but so when you in but Seed of Chucky, and when when it's Seed of Chucky, that is that. Jennifer Tilly, the actress, not the character. Let's move Tiffany. along. We got like 10 minutes to cover this. this fucking I know. Show. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, just my quick thoughts. Uh, I'd like Fiona Durif playing uh, Charles Lee Ray for like three minutes because I thought it looked cool. But as soon as she started like moving and having that awful voiceover, you know, great voiceover, but also awful to that character, it's where it got really distracting to the point where I wasn't buying Charles Lee Ray anymore. Uh, you know, at the bar and everything, when she's just standing there, I'm like, okay, that's cool. But after, anything after that, it just didn't feel like Charles E. Ray. It just feels like Fiona Dorif playing. It looked like Charles a woman trying to impersonate a man. That's it, 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 it was like cosplay, essentially, yeah. is what it reminded me of, you know? It was like Uncanny Valley. It's like, it looks like him a little bit, but not enough to, like, really make me believe it, you know? So that's all I'm going to say about that. And we'll move on to episode six. So this as if we didn't have enough new characters to bring in this late, is where we first see Kyle and Andy as U.S. Census. I thought of uh, Joe and they were U.S. Census people. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But actually, Chucky Hunters. Uh, Then the cops arrest the teacher, which I'm still confused about as to why they did. Maybe we can discuss that. And then she got out. Easy as peasy peasy tears. I was Yeah. Uh, we also find out that blood makes Nika remember and can switch from Chucky to Nika. That seems to be her her sign that makes her switch from one person to the other. The aunt reveals that she has cancer. Tiffany and Nika have a heart to heart. You know, that's where Tiffany kind of says that she loves Nika as Nika, not necessarily as Chucky, but turns out it was just a ruse and she knocks her out. Uh, the, the kids start looking for Andy. Uh, the aunt is killed when Chucky pushes a cart that makes her go through the window and lands on the car in front of her son, face first, right into his face. Uh, the kids set up this weird doll alarm system based on Cape Fear. Uh, Chucky fights the kids, and then Devin's mom dies falling down the stairs. Lame, 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 lame. Um, I thought the cancer subplot was like shh, completely out of left field and unneeded. I guess it's to make Junior want to kill his dad in a later episode, spoiler alert, but other than that, I was like, what are we doing? Like, there's no need to have that. It just dragged down the plot, you know? We want more Chucky shit, not Junior's mom, who's a hottie, by the way. Let's give Well, Credit regrets, too. I had this discussion with Sam. I feel like this was, like, hinted at in episode one, but we thought it was like she was having an affair. That's what I thought. You, yeah. yeah, but it was really her hiding a cancer diagnosis apparently but yeah i mean i didn't think it was like necessary and it didn't really add anything much to the plot um but i do think this episode was actually an improvement over the last episode i enjoyed um the introduction of andy and kyle i thought that was great when they you know did that whole sense thing and then ended up shooting um one of the chuckies i really enjoyed that scene a lot um 
but oh my god the fucking death scene of the and it, it had to have been the worst part like one of the worst fucking things on this show like it looks so fucking terrible when she was like falling to the ground um so see like it just looks so terrible and i was like she would not fall through that glass like that that's high up like you know what i mean like that that would be like super strong tempered glass i mean that's like her picking maybe glass. but yeah right so like there's no way that glass is breaking there and then for her to just land on the thing it's like super eye rolly and cringy um so i i did hate that part but I did like the ending there where they tried to like, you know, trap Chucky and get him. And then I was not expecting the mom to die. So that was kind of like a, a shock to me. So yeah, overall, I thought it was a decent episode. I, did, I didn't love this episode. <laughs> uh, you know, like, like you said, the uh, her getting pushed out the window was so ridiculous. Now she fell exactly perfectly onto the car facing uh, Junior. It was just so fucking stupid uh i agree that the cancer thing was completely unneeded but this is a theme throughout the series to me where they added a bunch of stuff i thought were completely unneeded uh just to add it for some reason uh the cop was a weird one like uh, devin's mom you know they have this whole thing going on where she's starting to think that jake did it and then the teacher and then there's like this whole interesting kind of dichotomy of who who's she gonna go with is she gonna help them is she gonna hurt them and then she just dies and i was like what that's so stupid. Like the way she died too is just so abrupt. I, I thought the cop would be more important and integral to the story. Um, yeah, and the whole like alarm system, doll alarm system thing they had seems so impractical. Like they couldn't think of a better way to like get a warning that Chucky was in the house that it seemed just, it was almost like a home alone plan, you know, just a little too crazy for a bunch of kids to come up with on the fly uh, based off such an obscure reference. But yeah, I didn't love this episode. I'm with Steve on this one. Um, yeah, I was just watching at this point to get it over with. But yeah, I don't know. They lost me in this one. Sam, what did you think of this one? I don't know when I came back. She didn't like it. Move along. Episode okay. seven. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. All right. Uh, episode seven. Uh, so this one, we start at the aunt's funeral, which Tiffany crashes and just like lays a smooch on uh, Devin Sawa's character. Andy leaves Kyle at the gas station. The mayor announces a Frankenstein screening. Uh, Chucky recruits Junior as uh, his new like killer um, friend. Devin goes to Charles Lee Ray's house and finds Nika tied up. Jake buys a doll off a courier and like just smashes it to pieces. Chucky confronts uh, the dad, Devin Sawa's character. Junior kills his dad with the Chucky doll as a, like kind of a beatdown in his face. Uh, Chucky sings so fucking random. And uh, then you find Devin is tied up with a hundred dolls just staring, kind of staring at him. Uh, yeah, this was a weird episode to me. I like the visual of the dolls. That was really cool. Yeah, yeah awesome. I liked this episode. Is this the one where the, they're doing the question and answer with the Chucky and the Chucky dolls? Like, can we kill kids? No, that's the, next one? No, that's the, next that's one. the finale. That's yeah. the next one. Oh. Um, Why do you think Andy left Kyle at the gas station? To protect her. Yeah. yeah. But they, they were partnered, nice. like it didn't make sense. That's yeah. like that's like Mulder leaving Scully in yeah. an episode to fight <laughs> aliens, which is the whole point of their fucking unit. You know, they almost mm -hmm. they almost should have had a whole episode just dedicated to them. I agree. If they wanted to bring them in. Yeah. We're, we, I mean, we we connect the dots a little bit, like oh, they're hunting Chucky and all that stuff. But then it, well, I think it would have been a lot better to have a why, how they got back together, where they're yeah. doing. Maybe check I, I off agree. the list. No, I totally agree, Todd. Because like Andy is so pivotal to the entire franchise like yeah. he probably should have been in this a little more and i actually think 
I actually thought like there's some like shoddy acting in this, but I actually thought Andy was pretty good. Me too. Yeah. And I didn't like his acting from my he's I think he was in yeah, he was in Colt. I thought he was like yeah, a little rough, he but he definitely has grown as an actor. So mm-hmm. he's better than Kyle for sure. I, I was I gonna agree. say I thought yeah. the opposite of Kyle. <laughs> like she is yeah. not a great actress anymore. She was yeah. in what part two, but absolutely mm-hmm. not so much anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't I didn't love this episode. Um it, man, like and it just gets down to like just silly shit. Like some of the dialogue in this series is pretty fucking cringe. And some of the jokes I think do not land like whatsoever. Um, but it's like, man, like when the fucking mayor is doing that whole shtick and then she's like, oh, like to the victims. And then she's like, oh, but we're having a Frankenstein like bash or something like that. I'm like, really? Like, There's the worst, like, dude. Like, I, I know like what they're going for, but I'm just like, come on. Like you could like do something better than that. I just, I did, I was not digging that. Um, I, I loved though um, all the Chucky's like Todd said, I thought that was great. And then what else did we get in this? What, uh, it was like a good death. Oh, the, uh, uh uh, what is it junior killing uh his dad i thought was uh a really good scene as well so you know there was like some was good yeah yeah, right. <laughs> yeah he's so cute i just feel sam when devin died twice in this yeah <laughs> um it wasn't i i mean it was fine i need yeah. you to, i need you you to tell me that you like track son i love track dad it's so weird <laughs> And Joe, I think that's where your laptop went. Some kid just like ran up to the courier and like, yeah, yeah right. I'll buy it for you for four hundred. <laughs> yeah, off right. The, sure. Yeah. <laughs> was that like a? Did that plot point mean anything, or was it just literally Nothing. the perfect I, timing? I okay, I was, was like, did I miss something in the plot? Like <laughs> Tiffany called a doll or something? Mm-hmm. All right, random. Yeah, super random. All right, uh, episode eight, the finale. A lot going on in this episode. Uh, Andy shows up at Junior's place looking for Jake. Uh, let's he lets Andy just come into the house, put his hand in the bath, swirl it around, and uh, then he just leaves. That's normal. Yeah, of course. <laughs> that, that's what kids do, right? Let strange men come into their house and <laughs> yeah, but play in the bath anyway. Super. I'm more scared too. of the kid at that point than Andy because that fucking kid's side side yeah. eye me. Long eye. <laughs> right. You look at that kid. Uh, then you have uh, Kyle knocks out Jake and Lexi to kind of protect them. Uh, Chucky starts talking to the group of Chucky's discussing the rules of engagement, which are basically don't kill babies and babies being what is it, five and six and, and down. Uh, what if they're twins, though? It's two on one. Right. <laughs> uh, then t- this is where uh, Tiffany kills the main Chucky doll, the one we've been kind of following since uh, he took over the Tommy body. Uh, Kyle makes the house blow up by triggering a trap and she is presumed dead. But you, you never see a body, so I don't think she's actually dead. Uh, Jake thinks Devin is dead for like five seconds. Like literally, the song of him being sad about it isn't over, and he already like reunites with Devin. Another odd uh, whole thing. The Frankenstein Gala starts happening, where good guy dolls are going to be shipped everywhere as some kind of initiative. Uh, Chucky kills a bunch of people at the theater. Unfortunately, not the mayor, even though you see her get like smacked and trampled, but she's apparently fine. Uh, Junior dies defending Lexi from Chucky. Then uh, Jake kills a Chucky by choking him until his eyes pop out. Andy steals the Chucky truck with an awkward thumbs up, which I want to say something about that later. Uh, Tiffany, the doll, shows up in the truck that Andy is driving. Nika loses all her limbs. And Chucky talks to the camera, showing his death toll of 21 victims. 
So this episode uh, was wild. It's all over the place, huh? Bumble I actually, I, I, I liked it. I, I liked, liked it too. I, I wild means episode. a good thing too, Joe. Yeah. No, no, I know. I, uh, yeah, I, li- I actually like this episode. I think it was probably the, the best episode of the entire series, dare I say. Um, I don't think Kyle is dead. And I do, I did notice though, in the Chucky death toll, they counted her death. Um, when yeah, but the I think they're exploded. just doing that. As yeah. he, he thinks she's dead. He thinks. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. So I, yeah, I, I, I can't imagine they would kill Kyle like that without any sort of, without a better send off. So, but yeah, I mean, the Frankenstein gala is awesome. I fucking love that whole scene. I think it's great. Like when Chucky just goes fucking crazy stabbing everyone in the asshole um and there's yeah it's great um i mean i mean i i actually like lexi's arc in this series i i think it, i thought it was good and i i did enjoy it um so I, and i think she's a good character and i'm excited to see her and jake back and um yeah you know junior dying was fine like i i don't know like i didn't have like i didn't feel like any sort of connection to him so like i didn't feel terrible when he died or anything like that but it was like whatever um you know bringing tiffany back i'm assuming um she did the same voodoo chucky did so maybe we'll start i mean getting but where did that tiffany doll come from that's my question like um did she like maybe sew one and create a new tiffany doll that is a question in and of itself but yeah i mean i think it's like it wraps the series up the season one up like nicely and leaves enough questions for me to be like oh well i'm interested to see where season two goes now so yeah I did like that they answered or they spoke as us viewers did when uh, Chucky was choking out Junior. And he's like, I'm, you're wondering why a doll's so strong. He's like, it doesn't make any sense. I'm like, oh, we've been saying that for years. Um, making fun of Alex Vincent's height a couple times. That was funny. Uh, question and answers was awesome. I thought that was really cool. I thought the bomb sequence is super lame. Kyle's literally right by the bomb. and She's not dead. That's stupid. Uh, butthole stabbings. That was hilarious. Plus pretty funny and pretty painful oh and the the mayor's husband is a little bitch screw that guy um put some pants on buddy especially when he's like where's your husband oh it's laundry day he's at home like dang (laughs) (laughs) um i think no jake says yeah i've been doing push-ups lately where the fuck did that line come from um and then nika's ending gosh could they go any darker for her like that was brutal why why oh, just the bean her. On her. i i did feel bad for that and she like she's like a she's a pretty beloved character she's in the cool. franchise so like i i'm surprised they went that dark route with her don't and worry yeah we'll uh, she'll possess fiona Doref next season so yeah you're, actually you're probably right they probably will <laughs> do something like that yeah How, what what apartment do they live in where they can murder multiple people cut off limbs <laughs> no one ever comes to investigate nothing it's like wow you just gotta go with the ride. Just gotta go with it, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I thought. Uh, I, I disagree with you though about Lexi. I thought that she should have died because she was. Oh, mm-hmm. she felt bad. Tough shit. She gave that Jake hell for years. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it would have been more appropriate if her and Junior died at the same time because they deserved each other. They're both pieces of shit. And uh, I think they should have gone out. Like Chucky killed her. He killed Chucky. Something like that. But they should have gone out together. Um, so I really like this episode too. Um, Junior, I didn't really care that he died. I just, I did not like him. And then with Lexi, I go back and forth because I do like her now, but I don't know. I think she, I kind of like how Todd was saying that maybe her and Junior die together. Mm-hmm. Like that would have been cool to see because I wouldn't have missed her. I'm just like, oh, I guess I have to like her because she has an arc, which is fine. But yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. I mean, you got to think though, like she's also like a, a middle schooler. Like think about how some of the awful shit like kids do, but like, you know, like they kind of, they learn. Too. Yeah. So they like, she, she seemed to have learned from her mistakes and she like is trying to become a better person. Like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I agree. I, I think I actually liked her arc. Uh, I never thought she'd be redeemed by the end of the series after what she did. Mm-hmm. You know, kids are stupid. I was a stupid kid too. And you know, it's just, you do stupid things and you think, you're doing things to be popular and it turns out to be really bad things and you know she learned and she became you know jay kind of showed her that the error of her way so i i was okay with it uh like i don't like what they did with nika either i thought that was uh was stupid the fucking andy stealing the truck thing like the kids see him and he kind of nods in the mirror i thought okay that's cool no he gets out of the truck gives him a super awkward fucking thumbs up like a weird 80s like show <laughs> like okay we get it like you didn't need to do that they <laughs> saw you in the fucking mirror i thought that was a super i don't know it made me laugh so hard yeah <laughs> moment, i guess the middle uh, finger to tiffany was good though yeah the middle, finger tiffany, middle finger yeah <laughs> yeah so that's good uh overall i, I like this episode actually i thought it did you know, close off a lot of the loops, but keep things open for the next ep- for the next season. And then we see a hand at uh, the cemetery of someone following the three kids as they're visiting Junior's grave. I think that's Kyle. Uh, I don't know what you guys think. I yeah. think that's what they're getting with. Um, yeah, yeah. So she could she could be severely burned, and that's why she's wearing gloves. Yeah, or have a Maybe. little burn because it's this yeah. show. <laughs> Maybe it's Mike's Todd. Mike Norris is back on the case. Maybe or was Catherine Hicks? killed off in the series um no she was at a didn't she go to like a mental institution i believe i think she was commissioned yeah, so. so yeah she might come back possibly i guess i'm pretty sure in part two they say she was committed and that's why andy went and stayed with the foster parents all right so what are your i know joe you gotta go so what are your final yeah. thoughts and rating for sure the series? Um, so my thoughts are, this is, you know, a decent series. Like I, you know, I had some issues with it. Um, but overall, you know, I think if you're a fan of the child's play franchise, especially it's not of, of the quality of, you know, the first few Chucky movies, it's more on the line of the quality of the last few Chucky movies, which isn't the best, but isn't the worst either. I do think it's better than, um, curse and cult. I will say that I, I enjoyed it more than those. Um, so yeah, I mean, I will continue on like watching the series. I think there's a, some definitely there's like enough fun to be had. It's just like turn off your brain and kind of enjoy it for Chucky at least. And I really appreciated all the practical effects they did, like with Chucky. I thought that that was great. Um, so uh, overall, I'll give it a seven. Uh, puppetry I thought was amazing. Uh, Chucky always looked really great. Um, I thought Devin Salvo was actually really well acted. He's probably the strongest actor in the series. Uh, Jennifer Tilly looks amazing. You know, Boyhood Crush, she still looks great. Um, Fiona Dorf is awesome. Brad Dorf obviously is freaking great. Didn't like the teens, like I said earlier. I thought they were very unrealistic. Um, the plot kind of like went off in weird directions that weren't needed. Like, just stick with the goofiness. Don't try to throw in, you know, cancer subplot or alcoholism, things like that. Just leave it out. Jake had the same fucking look on his face 85% of the series. I know that's probably what he was told to do, but it kind of got annoying. Like he's grimacing the entire time. Um, 6.75 out of 10. Um, I absolutely loved this series so much. It was better than what I was anticipating. The kids were my favorite. I 
the adults, not so much, but I know that they're part of it. I have to accept it for what it is, but I'm excited to see where it goes. Chucky, I absolutely fell in love with. He's so hilarious, so dark, so creepy. Um, All of the practical effects were amazing. I really liked it and I'm going to give it a 7.5. No, I'm joking. I'm going to give it an 8. I'm going to do an 8. You go, Sam. Uh, yeah, I actually like the series overall. You know, there were some better episodes than others. Uh, I, I just think the show had too many elements going on at once. And I wish they had gotten a little bit more focused. It seemed like they wanted to do a lot of fan service, which is fine. Because, I you know, in some cases, Ghostbusters, fan service is great. Some cases, Halloween Kills, fan service is not so great. And this one, it's like they have so many movies that have so many storylines. It's like they're trying to mention or like resolve some of those movie storylines or fill the gaps and I thought maybe it was a little too much for this show I personally enjoyed the kids as well like Sam did I thought that was the stronger story and I was kind of bummed out when they'd go back to kind of Tiffany's story with uh you know with uh Nika and you know some of the flashbacks were getting kind of long-winded and weren't needed Uh, it was cool when he was a kid but when it was I guess you know Fiona's Charles Lee Ray it's kind of pointless. Like, I know he's a serial killer. It didn't add anything to the story, in my opinion. We know he's a killer. Why, why keep showing that he's a killer? You know, we get it. We've seen how many of these movies at this point. So I think there was just a lack of focus throughout the series. But overall, I still loved it because I love Chucky. He's a great character. And fucking Brad Dourif, man. God, he's so good as Chucky. Like, Chucky was always a delight when he's on screen. And some of the lines were cheesy for sure, but I enjoyed him. So I'm with Sam. I actually gave him an 8 out of 10. Woo woo! All right, awesome. Cool. So, what happens in season two? I guess it's going to be uh, Tiffany, I... Tiffany, and they're going to follow that storyline, I guess. And then, but where do the kids go from here? I, I think Kyle brings them in to, to to go after Andy and destroy okay. the rest of the. I think that's why I think Kyle's that hand. I think okay. she's going to be. She survived. She knows that Andy's in trouble, and she's going to recruit the only people who have dealt with Chucky before as her little ghost busting team or i guess doll busting team okay i can dig it yet for uh yeah season two's already been greenlit yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah, i think they tighten up the script and kind of you know bring the story closer together like you guys mentioned i think that's yeah i think they just had to throw a lot of things to get a like like all the different kinds of fans to like get them interested into it and then i think Mm -hmm. they'll kind of Can we also say how cool like the title screen is every time? How it's always like oh, something amazing. new. Oh, yeah. So it's cool. Like the yeah. song's good too. I love, I love yeah. the song. Yeah. I kept looking forward to seeing what the element for that episode would be. Right. Yeah. It was yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think this works good as a TV as a TV series. I wasn't sure how Chucky would translate to TV, but uh I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah. Yeah. It gives me hope that other mm-hmm. like horror movies could be successful. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know it's only one. season one, but I th- I would call season one a success for them. I would too. I would too. Canceled. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I would too, for so, sure. Yeah. Yeah, and the fans seem to be uh, mostly positive from what I've seen. Everyone's seen, people seem to be enjoying it. So you're you're at a seven, Joe. I'm at a seven on okay, it. So yeah, I'm not too far below you. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I think tighten it up a little more, and it could be even better. Honestly, I think they can improve. So yeah. yeah absolutely. All right, so uh, next week, it is our Christmas episode. Uh, So what we're going to do is we're each going to pick a film and we're going to put it up for a vote uh, over the course of the week. 
and you guys will choose what we will end up reviewing and that is the movie we'll review next week so that's how that's going to work you guys know what you're picking no idea i was going to ask you guys and then i was just going to use your second pick for my pick (laughs) silent night deadly night part two all right all right i think i'm going to pick santa sleigh (laughs) goldberg yeah goldberg is that on tv uh it was last year i don't know if it's there this year i feel like i don't know if i watched that or if it was just the trailer that joe showed me Mm. i don't know there's a surprising amount of star power in that movie that would surprise you (laughs) it's like an action movie yeah it's definitely an action movie it's like a gory action movie nice i'm gonna have to look and see what i'm gonna pick let's watch p2 again (laughs) i know right (laughs) no it's not on tubi darn (laughs) Is it available on streaming anywhere? I don't know. Well, we'll see. I don't even think it'll win, so it doesn't matter. It won't, because we've already done it. We haven't. All right. Well, where are we going to post that out? On Discord or just regular social media? Uh, this one's going to go on all social medias. Oh. All right. So be sure you guys vote so we know what to review for our Christmas horror movie. And be sure to follow us on Instagram. Check us out on Twitter. Check out our Discord. It's always a good time over there. And we will see you guys next week. And just a little tease for next week. that We've been teasing an interview for like three months. And we kept pushing oh, it back because of, uh, of scheduling conflicts. But we finally not only landed the interview, but actually recorded it at the time of this recording. So next week, you will finally get to hear that infamous interview that we've been waiting for for a long time. And this is one of the biggest that we've done, I would say. And it went really, really well. Very, very cool person that we talked to. So, and great stories and stuff that I didn't know about the franchise that that person is known for. So if you're on the Discord, you already know who it is because we posted a picture. But if you're not, that's another reason to join our little little group. Bye. Bye. Till the